and absolutely fallacious. Uh, yes, I made up that word. Anybody. I'm going to put myself in Ashley's shoes real quick, and I'm going to make up an accurate story. And Dawn. I have told you all, my president is Jesus. The rest of you go vote for the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. We will start with this email uh, that came in RAD at radradio.com from Michael. Hey, Michael. Uh, a little, I think it was earlier this week when we were talking about uh, the Super Bowl and things like that. Uh, I made this comment. He says, Rob, when you said you remember when boxing was the most popular sport in America, I was stunned. I'm 30, so it was basically the turn of the century when I started paying attention to sports. Yeah, six to seven. Right? That's about the right age. Uh, with my dad. And as you know, boxing was as non-existent then as it is now. The few boxing events since then have been mainly jokes to a guy like me. And as a fan of MMA, who's very aware that while popular in its own way, the UFC is nothing compared to the NFL, MLB, or even the NBA, I just couldn't believe it. The Believe the boxing thing. So I went to my dad, who introduced me to sports, and spent countless hours watching me play sports and watching sports on TV with me and talking me to, and taking me to games. Oh, by the way, he also introduced me to your show around the same age of six to seven to eight years old, and he still listens today, <laughs> as do I. And in a few years, my son will join the Magan Army. Aww. My dad is your age, Rob. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the same age as Kyle's dad. Yeah, because you're like twins oh, almost. Lordy, I'm older than both of them. My dad is uh, your age, Rob, but unlike so many other maggots that have written over the years, you weren't my replacement dad, as I had and have an amazing relationship with mine. You were always my other dad. And you still are. I'm writing to thank you for an amazing few hours I had last night as my dad regaled me with stories. And we looked up YouTube videos and I learned all about Sugar Ray Leonard, Hagler Hearns, Holyfield, the real Mike Tyson, and so much more. What an amazing time with my dad. All thanks to my other dad. Aw, you better save that so you can put him in your will. That's, uh, that's very nice. You're supposed to leave you know, to your kids. Yes, my dogs, uh, <laughs> our dogs will get everything. Um, I mean, first, first my wife will get everything because she's 20 years younger than me. Oh, and then yeah. she can either leave it to the dogs or remarry and give it to, to her uh, uh, boy toy. I always whatever. envision, right, like when you're good, happy couples that love each other, that you can just die the same day. <laughs> so one of you and doesn't have to be with the other. I, actually, so. Christine and I have talked about how we will arrange that very thing. There's, there's ways you can handle that yourselves. Uh, welcome to February. First thing I want to do is I want to congratulate Dawn and I want to congratulate me. I didn't want to mention it. Dawn has this stupid belief system that uh, if you put something out in the universe, it might happen or whatever. It's so, so dumb. So <laughs> it's not really a belief system, but it's a thing. It's it's a dumb thing. I, I, look, I put it's all more, of it. It's I put, a superstition. Look, you can put you can call oh, it what you want. That's you fine. You know what? And that's offensive to some people because that is a belief system for a lot right. of people, and I'm not mocking it. And and, and like, but I'm like, it's like a superstition. I don't care about those people, and I don't yeah. care about you when it comes to labels. I call them all belief systems, whether it's knocking on wood. Oh, uh, yes. that's a, I love the knock on wood. Religion, throwing salt over your shoulder. Oh, every day. It's all extra salt. a yep. stupid belief system to over me. the shoulder. What so, about make a wish at 11-11? Stupid. Oh, all right. Yes. All, all of this oh, stuff is, is just mumbo jumbo. Don't get me started. <laughs> People turning their lives over the wacky universe and that's all that other crap. That's just a fun crap. little thing you do. Yeah, no, it's stupid. I don't, I, I don't find most you know intellectually stupid things fun. But <laughs> Dawn and I made it. And so uh, congratulations, Dawn. Congratulations, me, Kyle, and Brandon. You're not you're not eligible yet. Anyways, uh, yeah, Why? J January has come and gone because we're young. And uh, no, <laughs> yeah. oh no, no, it's not a young thing. Has, oh, it? No, has nothing to do with that uh, because the people much younger than you are are in this club. Uh, it's oh. because uh, January's come and gone, and Dawn and I are still married, not to each other. Oh, <laughs> uh, January is divorce month. Oh, no what? oh, after the holidays, yeah, stress, yeah, yeah. or huh. you were just holding on until the holidays were done. I'm amazed. I'm amazed. At first, Dawn 
crushed my soul by acting like she'd never heard this before when we do this <laughs> every year. But she immediately, somewhere in that that woman brain of hers, found almost the exact story. That is correct. Uh, it's when divorce lawyers see a big uptick in clients, a 25% spike in the number of people looking for divorce advice in January average uh, 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 over the last two decades. That doesn't mean divorces go up by 25%. It means people are going to make a plan, talk about it, file, and then it takes a while. Right, Brandon? I contributed to this spike in January. You yes, did last I year. Did. That's, not, that well, is, not last year. Uh, oh, that's, like I'm sorry. Almost three years 2021. ago. 2021. Damn. Yeah. Sorry. I, yeah. sorry about Holy that. Moly. Jesus, I can't believe it's been that long. I know. So I, I dated enough jerks in the in the past that would do this, and I hated it. I'm like, break up before the holidays. Don't take me all the way through. Give me hope. that Because if you spend the holidays together, doesn't that mean you, you want more? Right? You know what I mean? It gives you this false sense of security. I'd rather have my heart broken. It Really, on the day you've decided. I don't like this like waiting, just because it's going to hurt either way. It's going to hurt December 24th as much as it's going to hurt January 15th. It is more pronounced when it comes to marriage, although because with dating, it's it's almost equal based on the studies of January and February. A lot of people wait until after Valentine's Day when they're just dating. Once you're married, for a lot of us, Valentine's Day is stupid <laughs> and we don't care. And so a, a lot of married people do it, it the, the overwhelming majority of married people start to pull the plug in January. Whereas for dating relationships, it's January and February evenly. And then it it trails off, and all the other months are kind of uh, a wash. So I don't know how exactly filing for a divorce works, but I'm asking because of January being the hot spot, is it because of tax reasons? Is it better to file your taxes saying, I filed for divorce in January? That way you have a fresh start on the new year going forward. So uh, first of all, just so we're, we're, we're clear, it, it, again, it's not a 25% uptick in January of divorce filings. It's simply people seeking advice for divorces. Because a lot of times you go to a divorce lawyer and you, you make a plan of, of when. When it gets into to, to taxes, I would just put that under financial reasons so that I don't turn this into an H&R Block commercial because that's one of the reasons. Don ticked them off. The reasons uh, people wait until January to pull the plug, they wait to get through the holidays. Don ranted about that. Um, they, they and, and there are financial reasons that they say, okay, uh, I, I, I've done it. I want to get out now. Um, and, and, and then the kids, a lot of times, they want the kids to have their final uh, holiday with both parents. Well, and, and quite honestly, my examples are that that's a boyfriend girlfriend situation. I, I would imagine, like when you're married, right? Like there's just so much more involved as to why, for everything you said, you're waiting until January. The kids, I, maybe there's someone in the family who needs everyone together, whatever it might be, right? There's so many different things at play when there's like something legal that's, and that's happening. That's so, all right. And, you know? and so, look, somebody, somebody who goes to a divorce attorney, they're not doing it on a whim. They've been thinking about it over the course of all of those things and yeah. big things come into play and then January comes on. So, so anyways, that's why. It's like, oh yeah. God, finally, yeah. the in-laws can come visit us and I'm going to do it now, really? Yeah. Oh great, now I got to wait. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, by the way, Google Trends puts out a list. Uh, I think this is a new thing they're doing. Every month they're going to put out a list of the top who, what, when, where, and why questions America Googled for each month. So in January, these are, these are the things that America went to Google on those, each of those five, who, what, when, where, why, the most. Who won Golden Globes, which were January 7th? Oh. That, that was the number one Googled thing. That's surprising. In January. Uh, of course, the answer to uh, who the big winner was this year is... Taylor I, Swift. 
I didn't Google it, so I don't know. Oppenheimer. Oh, oh, I was thinking of an actor and actress for some reason. So that was that was who? Oh, I mean, it could have been. I mean, it could have been. I guess. Uh, uh, the, so that that was the who. The what for January was what happened to Martin Lawrence. What happened yeah, to Martin happened Lawrence? Then? This is also related what not to did? the uh, uh, Golden Globes, but to the Emmys. He was in a throwback segment, and fans were worried as he seemed to slur his words. Apparently. Aww. Uh, now, he has had health issues in the past. People in his camp said he's fine. In fact, they just finished filming Bad Boys 4 with Will Smith. Comes out June 14th. So I didn't see the segment. Apparently. I mean, but if you think of Martin Lawrence, he, does have, he doesn't have a speech impediment, but he has a very unique way of speaking. He does. And I don't know if this was a live thing because they call it a throwback segment. He could have been, you know, having a lot of fun and imbibing in something. And, yeah. <laughs> so that's your who, that's your what. You, can see, are, you can see we're really care, we really care about important things in America. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> these are surprising me because each time these award shows happen, you talk about how low, how hardly no one watches them. So it's basically who was ever watching them. They all went and Googled the same stuff. People don't I, watch like, them, but they get all the social media updates. They get all the quick feeds. They get all the all the 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 the, the Twitters and the X's and the the posts on Insta, that, the YouTubes. That's yeah, how yeah. people consume the award show. We're still obsessed with celebrities. Nobody should be denying or, or or questioning that. It's just how we consume them. Why sit and watch three and a half hours? We have to watch celebrities you don't like when you can just have your phone with you and Bing. <laughs> what's up with Martin Lawrence? <laughs> And there you go. So that's the who and the what, the when, the when, and this is this is this makes sense if you think about it. The is when this was for January is Martin Luther King's birthday, because Martin Luther King Day is always the third Monday of January, but that's not his birthday. It's the third Monday. Of I've January. Googled this before because for that I was like, wait, is it actually his birthday? <laughs> wait, what, but we celebrated on this. It was confusing. Uh, this year, it just so happened to be on his birthday, January fifteenth, yeah. but it's actually designated as the uh, the third Monday. Uh, in January. Uh, the where in January, again, nothing's bigger than the NFL, so this didn't surprise me at all. Where is Bill Belichick going? The It was in early January that he and the New England Patriots parted ways after 24 seasons and six Super Bowl wins, and the answer is we still don't know, by the way. That's so crazy. He's, no one snatched him up. He's probably going to the broadcasting booth, as uh, Steve Mickelson and I have been saying uh, on the uh, Mixed Pick Sports Show, which we do every morning at 10 a.m. on uh, Rad TV and uh, members.radradio.com, the Rad Radio app, and in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 890 AM. And then the fifth one is why. And people were Googling why. Did Justin and Jessica split? That would be Justin Timberlake and Jessica Beals. Way back in 2011, they, they stopped dating. And then rumors were swirling that they split up again after 10 years of marriage. I never heard that. I didn't, I didn't know this happened. Enough people were, were hearing it that they Googled it. Are they it. split up? No. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> she, she showed up with them at uh, SNL last weekend. Uh, of course, uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon is sewed at the hip to Justin Timberlake, so he showed up. And Jessica Biel was there as, as well. Yeah, okay. So there, those are the things. Those are the things. With everything going on in the world and the country, this, we, were, we were most concerned about yeah. the Golden Globe winners, Martin Lawrence, Bill Belichick, and a non-existent breakup. The only uh, semi-legitimate thing is, are we celebrating Martin Luther King's birthday, or what are we doing? This just so shows how, like, spoiled we are. <laughs> because none of the things that are happening yeah. in the world are happening where we live. And, so. well... I wouldn't go that far. I mean, there's a lot happening in America that's pretty bad. Crime. Yes. Things like that. Sure. No, uh, I'm it, not disregarding that, yeah. but I'm talking about, like, um, apparently it's not close enough to home to enough people, maybe, to where there they're not. Yes, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Well said. I, I would reframe it entirely, actually, now that we, you said that. We are able to ignore everything wrong with our own country, let alone the world. 
And it's sure it's privilege. It's also very dangerous and, and it's great that we can escape and things like that. But it also leads to uh, surveys like one out of five people would vote for whoever Taylor Swift told them to <laughs> in the presidential election. That's a real survey. The crime thing. I, this is the first time in my life. And, and I, I, I don't like to I, I, I in general have never really let fear stop me. Of course, there's been times, but I would say just in general overall. But um, I have now, I'm like, is this irrational? I'll start thinking of places we want to travel or go to, even in America. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What What are we going to run into on the way there? What You know, uh, driving or even on a plane and then in that city. I, I, I just don't feel as comfortable as I used to just walking around anywhere. It's uh, Even it's, in my own area that I live, I'm like, you know what? At any point, someone could probably just drive by and have a machine gun. I'm like, I never thought whoa. of these things before. <laughs> but I'm like, we're so crazy now. We're so angry. Yes. And you randomly hear. Yes, you're demonstrating <laughs> yeah. an element of how crazy you are. But it is a balance. Uh, I've been, I mean, look, I, 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 this is COVID all over again. I hate to be, and I told you so. But uh, all of this is moving away from big cities into suburbs. Uh, we have a radvertiser in either the Northern California or the Northern Nevada area. They don't want it to be mentioned. Uh, they have a retail location in a very nice suburban location, formerly known for nothing like a smash and grab. Uh, and uh, they, they had it happen just, just recently. Oh. Uh, broad daylight and uh, grabbed some stuff, ran out of the store, boom, took off. It's, it's, it has moved like the homeless problem has as well, and it's only going to continue, which is why we Google things like how is Martin Lawrence. Yes, now, exactly. With, with the smash and grabs happening a lot lately, I was told that that's because they made the, the, um, the punishment a lot less for people who commit robberies. It's, it's considered a misdemeanor now. Is that correct, or am I It's a very, very something? lazy talking point. Uh, because uh, if that were true, then why is it happening in states where that's not true? There are plenty of – it is happening all over the country. Uh, Texas is uh, is renowned for how, how hard-ass they are uh, on, on things like uh, smash and grabs. They're happening all over Texas oh. and in the suburbs as, as well, and there's plenty of other states. It's a lazy political answer. That is that – is, I know where that comes from. That's a right-wing, wacko, conservative way to blame democrats for everything and i'm not saying the democrats are handling the crime situation correctly they are not not by any stretch of the imagination but it is obviously not that single thing uh which is almost a specifically california thing and a few other very liberal states where they have made it uh, a much higher bar for uh, people to to actually wind up having to make bail and, and and things like that but again in states where you do get thrown into to jail. Uh, this is happening at the exact same rate. It's about society and and, and the inability of us to uh, react to the lawsuits. We can't chase these guys. There's so many goddamn things, and people are desperate. Yeah, yesterday I was like, ooh, you know what? It 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 is it, it's in the budget to have that Instacarted instead of me going to that big store. Sure. I was like, because you know, sure. I mean, my God, with the fees and the tip and everything, sometimes you're spending. You could save that money. Sometimes it adds up to be 50, 60 bucks. And so I, it's, it's uh, Instacart and DoorDash are a part of our budget. We don't want to, like, use them willy-nilly. But I'm always like, oh, thank God. Because you know what? I'm just not feeling it. Don't want to be out in public. I'm just not sure how people are going to be or respond. And so, yes, deliver to me. So uh, maybe some things to look forward to in February. We do this every day for the first day of the, the broadcast month. Uh, obviously, the Super Bowl is next Sunday. Daytona 500 is February 18th for sports fans. Uh, New York Fashion Week starts next Friday, so if you want to see all of the new wild trends and expensive stuff that celebrities will be wearing and you'll be wearing knockoffs of, <laughs> that is what New York Fashion Week is for. 
on TV. The Grammys are this Sunday. The final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm starts Sunday. Thank God. I'm so tired of being told that I will love that show. I just need to give it a chance. <laughs> I have. I, I Look, Larry David, he co-created uh, Seinfeld. I, I I just don't get I don't I don't. Oh, Rob, you're just like him. Oh, it's such a funny. No, it's not. <laughs> Maybe maybe I am just like him. I don't. I can't think it's funny. I don't see it. But ugh, God, go away. Thank I, I, God. I like the girl that's in it, the Heinz, right? I don't know. What's her name? I don't care. Anybody? Anybody? Um, also, uh, we're starting to get new episodes, right? These are episodes that you should have been getting back in September and October, but because of the strikes, uh, you're getting new episodes of that horrible show, Young Sheldon, which I think this is the oh. last season. Oh, Boo. Uh, the this first half of the end of Dawn's favorite Blue Bloods. Oh, Blue Bloods! But we'll always have you. You know, in reruns. On the uh, 16th, American Idol kicks off yet another oh, new dang. season. It's still going? Good Lord. Uh, the Voice is back on the 26th, and the 46th season of Survivor. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? Drops at the end of uh, this month. You know what? It's still good. And fake. Uh, in <laughs> movie, in movie, we don't speak of it. In movie theaters, uh, the spy action comedy Argyle opens tomorrow. That is getting Hand. Really? I, I just saw a a, 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 a a feed on my Google News feed that it's like, I, I don't, now I'm going to misphrase it, but it's like, they're saying it's too dumb to be released. Oh, come on. Really? What, what, so are you looking forward to this thing? I am. It's like a spy thriller type of thing. The, the main character is a spy, uh, she, she uh, she's an author for spy books, and there's a real life version of the spy that she writes about. And it's got a, a whole lot of people. Henry Cavill. It's oh. got uh, Brian Cranston. Damn. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That's and right. it, so it's got a lot of good people in it. But there's a CGI cat involved, and the per- the author of these <laughs> books carries around this cat in this backpack that's built for cats. It's got, like, this little window in it. Oh. Not important, but that's, like, their biggest, like, uh, visual uh, selling point in all the posters and all the uh, in all the commercials. So it must have something significant in the movie hmm. um so if it has something to do with the cat then that's that's probably the reason why it's a terrible movie but i've been looking forward to it because of brian cranston really i will uh, i will dive into why i why i saw that and if it's as prevalent as as they made it seem other movies this month the spider-man spin-off madam web with dakota johnson don't need that another one uh dawn already has her tickets to bob marley one love Ooh. Oh. this looks good it Although, does actually I mean, the previews do look good honestly and, and i sat there and i thought if they just didn't play any reggae, I would go watch it because it looks like a great story. So, is it based on uh, Bob Marley growing up and becoming a, an artist, or is it just like a mashup of all his concerts? I haven't heard much about this. Oh, no, it's a, it's a movie. It. It's not a mashup. It's a story movie. It's like a biopic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. Um, and the uh, the makers of well, I don't know if it's. I think it is. You know, I remember? No, it's not Cocaine Bear. It's 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 one of those groups where they're taking. Uh, uh, childhood creatures and turning them into murderers oh. like the meth gator thing <laughs> yes it's that something like that i think uh anyways the new horror fic- flick is uh winnie the pooh blood and honey 2 this is the it's second one I guess. The this is the second one oh my God. mardi gras starts on the 13th valentine's day is this month president's day and tomorrow is the dumbest day of the year groundhog day and if you're a leap year baby you get to celebrate one of those rare things called birthdays this year on february 29th. Okay, I did not fact check this, but I saw this meme yesterday, and um, oh god, it had one of the, it, not important anyway, the dude they had it, I think is like an action guy or something, but it was an action guy. Yeah, I, you guys would know. If an actor just, who plays action stars? I think so. Or a superhero? Not a superhero. Okay, action guy. Like says, John Cena. Says what? Maybe. maybe. Um, so it's just a meme, but it's got him like, whoa, like a what? Has 2024 leap year 
also the 49ers and Chiefs at the Super Bowl and Biden and Trump running against each other in the presidential. 2024, same thing. <laughs> Leap year, uh, Niners, charge, uh, Niners Chiefs, and then Biden and Trump. Same as 2020. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yes. And so his mind's Great. like, what? That's wonderful. Yeah, what, what a wonderful harbinger for things to come. I know. And we've all got this weird ick going around, too. Oh, God. Let's get to Win Rob's yeah. Change while we have time. Uh, we do it every morning at 6.30 and 9.30. Uh, about an hour and a half ago, we got an email here from Rick who uh, wrote in and said, I had to get out of bed and write because I had a dream about Winrom's change this morning and I needed to write it down before it faded. We have, of course, been following along with Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator's clues for the mega bucket. First, let me say that during this round, I have been lost more than a few times. You're not alone, Rick. <laughs> I've had many different guesses based off the clues. Yesterday, I had to go back to the beginning and this was my aha moment. And it brings me to it, and he explains it, which I can't read any of it. And it brings me to a guess of... I haven't found anything associated that fits better, and it all makes sense now. So he's, he's got it. I can't comment. He's got it all figured out. So he says, this leads to my dream this morning. I wanted to get it in writing so no one could say I told you so after the fact. In the dream, we were listening to WinRob's change, and there was an incorrect guess. Rob said we're getting into the revealing clues. He gave a clue and then said, I'm feeling generous. I'm going to give you a second clue. And then I immediately woke up with this in my head, knowing what the clues referred to. I mean, he, he thought about it, Dang. and he dreamt about it. Yeah. Oh, has to be right. <laughs> And then he says, if I'm wrong, ignore all of this. It was only a dream. That doesn't mean you're wrong by me reading that. Uh, we have had a bunch of guesses. What are we at? 22, I think, uh, guesses. Let me just, I'm sorry. Yes, this is the 22nd guess. We've had 21. If you somehow give us the correct answer, you win that amount of money. Otherwise, remember, we're only like five-ish clues away from what Michelle says is the mega clue that will lead you all to go back and go, oh, I think I know what she means. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by heading to members.radradio.com. Oh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com from Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Talking about things coming up in February. Uh, the final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm premieres, as I mentioned. I'm glad it's going away because uh, hopefully people won't keep telling me, oh, you'll love it, Rob. You'll love it. Just give it a try. I have. I don't like it. That's what everyone used to tell you about The Office. Did you ever Terrible. like it? No. Ever? Oh, oh no. my God. One of my, my yeah. My wife loves it. And oh, I just, God. I, I love it so I, much. I either leave the room or she knows, oh, okay, I got it. Like, I, like I, we have our show. She cannot. She can't stand science. Right. Uh, okay. and, and so it's like, okay, bye. It just, no, I, nah. one, one of my brother-in-laws. Mm-mm, not funny. <laughs> when we're in town, sometimes he'll like come home from work and he's like, oh my God, wh- why do you have the office on? You guys have seen it five bazillion times. And get my husband and are like, yep. And we can see it five bazillion more. Which is how I am with Seinfeld. <laughs> I understand that. I just don't like the particular show. It's yeah. totally a comfort thing. Is it too touchy-feely for you, Rob? I, you know what, Brando? It is so much. I don't find it funny at all. Um, I don't mind touchy feely in general, but yeah. I, I think it's it is it's 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 ridiculous. I don't know. I, it's, I it's oh just, my god, it's so funny. There's just nothing about it that I like. It's um, not Seinfeld funny. I mean, that's like the king of kings. Uh, whatever. I mean, yeah. I you know I don't I I, I don't. No, because we love Seinfeld that. too. That's so. And and this is the cool thing they've started on one of the channels. You hear what I'm trying to do? I do, here, but they'll right? have Seinfeld yeah. in the office. Uh, Anthony says, "Curb your enthusiasm." <laughs> is still a thing. I remember being a 13 year old teenager smoking the devil's lettuce and seeing that show in reruns. 
I never really liked it, but I was too high to care. <laughs> I saw it sober once and hated it. Okay. Oh. Uh, Derek wrote in because uh, uh, later this month, uh, Winnie the Pooh, the killer bear or whatever, part Blood two. Blood Honey 2. There you go. Oh. Uh, Derek says, I saw the first Winnie the Pooh thriller movie. It's so terrible. It's funny. Yes. It's like rubber. With oh, the exploding that, tire. Oh, Dumb movie. Yeah. Uh, if you go into it thinking of it as a comedy instead of a scary slasher movie, you'll like it. Besides, like any other bad slasher movie, there's lots of boobs. Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then we have this email from Brianna. Hey, Brianna. Uh, Dawn was pointing out a meme she saw with an action guy who we never identified <laughs> uh, that was making the point that it's 2024 and uh, the Niners and the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. It's going to be uh, presumably Trump versus Biden, and there's Le- a, uh, there's a 29th day in February. Uh, and that's the same as 2020. Yeah. And and I mentioned, oh, great. That's a wonderful year to mirror. And, and I brought up the fact that there's also this ick going around, the yeah. seemingly Ugh. undiagnosable ick. And Brianna wrote in and said, no, Tuesday, my stomach really did not feel good. Then yesterday, I felt not so great. And today I have the full-blown ick. I feel like I've been hit by a truck. My throat is scratchy. My ears itch. My nose is stuffy. My snot is green. My head is doing the womp womps without the aid of a whipped cream can. <laughs> I seriously cannot be sick right now. Ugh. What did you and Christina do to help soothe any of it? And that, that is all you can do is soothe it. I mean, we went through, hopefully it's in the past. We went through five weeks of this between the two of us passing back and forth. On Monday, Christina came home from work early. Went to, I put her to bed at 4.30. She was so weak, she never got up. On Tuesday morning, she was dead, not going to work. And then at noon on Tuesday, the same day, she said, I'm going to call the firm and say I want to go in. So I had to give her the, no, you're not. Because ultimately, the only way to, to kill this thing is to let your body do its thing and, and rest it. Went to work, worked full day yesterday. As far as I know, everything's good today. Soothing is what is, is like a variety of things that might make you feel good and you think that you're 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 fighting it off whether it's uh, you know tea or uh, christina was really into sucking on cough drops uh um you know obviously lots of water uh uh, uh mucinex worked really good when we had uh, the, when she had because i never got the chest and the cough stuff um uh, the vix vapor rub i mean it's really whatever you think you can do to feel better through this whole thing but you have to understand she went to the doctor just yesterday our, our, we have the same doctor and he's like look i can give you another z-pack we don't know. We don't know what is going around, and there's not much we can do, and that's what we're hearing from everybody. Uh, what I found frustrating about this ick is that there really wasn't a whole lot that made you comfortable. True. Uh, you know, and so like— And, and I, you, sleeping did, but it was yeah. often interrupted. Oh, so interrupted by bathroom trips for me. Or coughing, yeah, yes. You so, know yeah. what? And, so I, and, and I— Or vomiting. I, I usually say I'll take the butt stuff over any of that. But I think I would have rather had the stuffiness and the coughing over that booty stuff. And I, I mean, I got those ginger chews yeah, there you go. to try and soothe my stomach. I don't know if those will help you. But the headaches, I, I don't know what those are. <laughs> are they a headache? I don't know. But there's not enough Advil, Tylenol, whatever your thing is on the planet for it. I just literally yeah. stopped taking an Advil Advil or Tylenol. because It didn't matter if I took three. If I took four, I mean, I know you probably shouldn't do that all at once, but, I, I, oh, they're the worst. And again, uh, while it sounds like it, this is not a broadcast from February of 2020. <laughs> the best God things damn. in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. With Rose Change. what I want. With Rose Change. Make your best guess and estimate 
the calculation in rough shore of change. With rough change, what I want. With rough change, what I want. With rough change. Uh, by the way, we have confirmed uh, the meme Dawn was referring to with the action guy. It was, as Kyle said, John Cena. Okay, and it was yeah. actually true because I didn't fact check if the Niners and the Chiefs yeah. were tw- in 2020. Okay. Oh, I, I, I think so. Oh, okay. I didn't. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, I, I just know the Niners lost. Shut up. Um, a couple of emails uh, that came in. Uh, we read oh, uh, Rick's email. He had a dream about WinRob's change, which coincided with him going back to all the clues yesterday, and he figured it out. He has figured out what Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, is doing. And he's got his guess. And it, it, it is really, really deep. I just can't tell you what he did. I saved it for when we're done. But I did also send it to Michelle, and she wrote back and said, wow, just wow. This is astounding. Rick, this is the kind of deep diving that might be required to get into my head. I can't say whether Aww. you're right or wrong, but this whole story is amazing, and I love it. We also got this <laughs> note from Lori, Hi, Lori, who wrote in yesterday and said, I haven't listened in a couple of months as I got my first extended break from work in years, and I got the hell out of here and lived it up mostly off the grid. Oh, that sounds like heaven. The Caribbean, the Keys, cavern diving, oh. shark diving, Mexico, a cross-country train ride in a sleeper car, and almost no long pants for nearly two months. Well, that sounds a little too active for me. Enjoying the fruits of working harder was all I hoped it would be. Now that I tuned in and heard the huge guesses for the mega bucket, I spent the better part of an hour going back over the audio files to catch up on the last couple weeks of clues and what in the hell is going on. (laughs) I think I may have a direction to base a guess on, so it's time to hit the Google machine. I could use a chunk of change to offset the recklessly fabulous spending I did on my vacation. It's nice to hear you all again, even if I'm wearing pants and work boots again. I'll be sending over a video of shark petting to go on the canine cam. Yes! Oh my god! Assuming that's a thing, yes. Did they give you a fish to feed it? It is still a thing uh, oh. on Rad TV uh, at members.radradio.com, and as you've uh, noticed, it is still a thing to not include canines all the time. <laughs> so, uh, nice to have you back, Lori. Uh, anybody can send in videos, apparently, of any animals horizontally recorded, R-A-D, at radradio.com. Brings us finally to caller 18. Hello, Jen. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Jen, if you have somehow figured out what the first 21 clues uh, that Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, has written for the Mega Bucket mean and how you translate them into the correct answer, you win it. What's your number? $5,485.28. $5,485.28. Brings us to clue number 22. Remember that clue number 27, according to Michelle, is the mega clue that really ties us all together if you don't figure it out by then. Clue number 22 is never date your bro's ex. Clue number 22 is never date your bro's ex. We will play Win Rob's Change again at 9.30 this morning. All right, a couple of emails here, rad at radradio.com. This one came in uh, last night at 8.45, uh, and it says, it's 8.30. Do you know where your Rob is? He's doing his circles. Ding, ding, ding. This takes us back to uh, Circles with an S, the social media app for positivity where you follow people you know or trust, and you just get what they recommend. There's none of this, ah, this place sucks, ah, the waiter's awful. Uh, What was that show that Rob said he really liked? Oh, let me go to Rob's profile on Circles with an S. Oh, oh, there it is. So what what Brad is referring to uh, is that as you add things, uh, you, if you're following somebody, you'll get a notification. Uh, and, and depending on your phone and your settings, what's happening is people, when, when somebody's really being prolific, you get ding, ding, ding. Um, uh, we, we mentioned, we, we're aware of that uh, at Circles. Uh, full disclosure, I'm on the board of directors. And uh, the, the Circles guys, John and Danny, will be back here tomorrow with some major updates on where we are with fundraising and new things to add into 
the app as well. We we have we have a feature within the app ready to go where you can actually just turn the notifications off, and, and we'll get an update on that um, from them tomorrow. Of course, you can just you can go into your settings on most phones and turn them all off. I don't know what I did. I get the notifications, but I don't get the sound. I don't know. So it does depend on your phone. But yes, uh, I was. You are exactly right. I was uh, adding. I'm, I'm trying to update. I'm trying to get caught up on my profile. Uh, and I was adding at that exact time last night. <laughs> I wish I knew because we both have iPhones. So I wish I knew w- what I've done because um, on the home screen, I don't get it, it doesn't list them. Right. But if I hit the I think it's the alerts when you're in it, it says alert or discover. They're all there. So it's what would have deemed or showed up, but I, I so I don't know. Maybe that's what I did. I turned everything off or something. Typically, when you load a new app on your phone and you're going through the setup process, it'll ask you, "Do you want to allow notifications?" And then, so maybe Don, you had said, "Do not allow." I might have automatically through that just, process. You don't I even usually get, say no to all the stuff. You don't yeah. even get the drop down. You don't I even don't. get the notification that Rob just added this or Rob just no. Added where this. I will find okay. that, okay. which I did this morning, I saw you added stuff, is when I go when you're in the Circles app and you're on your own page. And I think it's the alerts button or the discover. It's one of those. And where I could go, oh, oh, okay, people did have all these things or became my friend or you know, um, I'm, uh, trusted me. Wow, that's good for you. <laughs> but like, it'll show all of that. And But I don't hear it yeah. and it doesn't show up on the face. Then you did the Brandon thing. I, must I get the drop downs constantly, but I don't get the, the I, sounds. I used to. So, yes, I think this new time when I must have rebooted it. That's exactly what happened. So look for that. If you reboot it, look for the button that says, you know, no to the alerts. Is just that notifications. notifications. And just yeah. know that means you won't know what everybody else is doing. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, in real time. <laughs> but you can look and see on that page. Yeah. I mean, yes, you can. You can. Look, you Honestly, can it'll show you all of it. If this so. is, if the notifications are too annoying, then yeah. yes, you can. We're going to talk see, to the Circles guys about it tomorrow. Yeah, they got that, that feed, too, like a, 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 an Instagram or a Facebook feed where you look down mm-hmm. and it shows everybody doing the activity. That's what I'm talking about. I was okay, just trying okay, to think okay. of the name of it that you hit. I don't know if it's under alerts or discover. Uh, and so uh, Ramon wrote in this morning and said, I just want to say thank you, Don, for setting my phone off this morning with your oh. new favorites on Circles. <laughs> I'm up and ready to watch Rad TV now. Have a great day. Yeah, right. We'll turn those off. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, Circles with an S. You can download it for free in the app uh, store. And uh, we will talk to the guys tomorrow morning about everything uh, going on with Circles at uh, 7.30 a.m. All right. Uh, we've got a, a couple of, uh, let's see. I want to go back to do some uh, updates from things that we've talked about over the last year. It's time to reach back to things we already talked about, re-explain them, <laughs> then make comments and points that have already been made. In other words, Rob didn't want to do show prep. What has happened to this show? Hey, man, I was updating circles. Uh, we got this email from Matt. Hi, Matt. This actually takes us back almost a week to, to the day. Uh, it was last Friday when Sean wrote in, very nervous about his vasectomy, and it's led to a variety of vasectomy stories, good and bad. Mine was nothing. Oh. It was great. Uh, didn't work out great for Sean. Uh, but Matt wrote in and said, I'm not sure if this is helpful to the discussion, but my vasectomy went pretty much the same as Rob's. Now, he, he then goes on here to say, this is the thing I wasn't aware of until we started getting all these, these stories. But apparently, every urologist is vastly different about what they do and don't tell you. It was Sean, the guy who started all this, who he drove himself to and from his vasectomy. My urologist would not let me leave unless they either saw I left with someone or saw me get in an Uber. Uh, So my wife drove me to and from. And there were other various things about how long uh, uh, things would take or what you need to do. So Matt says, the interesting part was, I was told it took on average about 45 quote-unquote sexual encounters, either with someone or yourself, 
to get all the little swimmers flushed out of my system. The doctor said not to have unprotected sex until I had at least three lab tests done confirming there were no swimmers left. By the way, on a side note, I was dropped off and picked up by my mother-in-law. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I have a question for you. Is this something you walk in and drop off your sample, or do they really have those rooms that they show, like on TV shows? Oh, yeah. They it, make it, you know, fun for you. So, again, <laughs> it seems like everything and everyone is different. So, in order, uh, he was told 45 sexual encounters. I was not given a number of sexual encounters, um, it, it, and, and he was told not to have unprotected sex for three lab tests. I had to get a lab test in within 72 hours. Um, and that was it. Once they said I was not potent, that was it. No more lab tests. I was able to do it at home, and uh, and it, it, it could be refrigerated for a certain amount of time and then drive it in, which is what I did. That's great. Um, the Association of Urological oh, Specialists, man. it was a fun Ooh. group, the, they say, so this would be, the, I guess, their standard bearer, you can have sex 48 hours after a vasectomy, but you're still potent for 15 to 20 it releases or two months, whichever comes first. So this guy was told 45 releases and, and three lab tests. They say 15 to 20 releases in two months. My guy said, I think it was 10 releases and, 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 and you're, you're good to go in one this lab. That's why everyone gets uh, different health care. It doesn't matter if it's the same type of doctor, right? They all have their own ways of doing things. Yes, and, and, and that's, and you, that's you, how it, I guess yeah, it should be. You choose right. the ones you like. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we also, uh, yesterday, we had a, a, a really nice note uh, from uh, somebody who had had this amazing success at the Diamond Vault in Reno, and it gave me an opportunity to remind everyone that there's now the uh, the Diamond Gold Vault in Sacramento. So we've been working with the Diamond Vault for, for years. Every major piece of jewelry my wife wears came from the Diamond Vault in Reno. Uh, he, uh, She and Ed uh, helped, uh, helped me design her, her five-year ring. Uh, no, that was a total surprise, I think. I forget. Uh, no, that was the one we, we all designed together after I surprised her with the diamond. E either way, um, they've been amazing, and Ed's now back in uh, Sacramento at the Diamond Gold Vault. Uh, and I mentioned that the, the phone number on the Diamond Gold Vault's website, diamondgoldvault.com, to make an appointment, it, that's Ed's cell phone. That's the number I have. That's crazy. I, I, mean, I was talking to him like, I, I know that I have your special number. He goes, I, dude, that's uh, this is how committed I am to getting back here. Talk and, about and, alerts going off on your phone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we got this uh, this nice note from uh, Tony. says, uh, I just heard, came in yesterday. I just heard your email from a maggot about the Diamond Vault, and I wanted to share my experience as well. I will say I was hesitant at first because my previous purchases were with the only Brian we all enjoy. Remember, it used to be Brian and Ed. Oh, yeah. At the uh, the Diamond Vault in Reno, yeah. but uh, Ed uh, bought him out, and and now it's just Ed, not just Ed, but Ed's Ed's the man now. Uh, says um, uh, it happened to be a couple days before Brian went into retirement, and Ed was just as professional and upfront as Brian was, and because of Brian, Ed gave me a better deal without me asking, having seen my previous purchases. Well, I mean, because he's an Ed, and as a true leader should, he passed me off to one of his employees with the confidence I needed to know that the customer service, price discussions, et cetera, would all be just as if I was talking to Ed himself. We had time to talk about the Diamond Vault expansion back to Sacramento, which Ed is over-the-top excited for. During this conversation, you can imagine he also spoke about you, Rob, in a light that only confirms everything your employees say about you, the generosity for continued commercials for the Diamond Vault, your willingness to jump all in and be a tremendous support system with your business acumen and friendship. Very nice. Yeah, Ed and I have a really nice. great relationship and... and uh, he, yeah, I've, I've advised him on a few different things. Um, he says, trust me when I say my wife was over the moon, excited when she saw her upgrade. 
She was eyes wide excited about her new center stone for her ring and her new pendant that was made from her old stone. And I felt tremendously better about it all, knowing those at the Diamond Vault are the same as when it all started with Brian. <laughs> to all you maggots out there that think you may not be able to afford, understand, or are genuinely just intimidated through the diamond ring jewelers process, don't be. If you give yourself a chance, I'm confident Ed, Jason, and supporting team members will make sure you understand and are confident with your purchase. Yes, that's the goal. It sounds very NorCal Gun Vault, right? We always talk about NorCal <laughs> Gun Vault in Rockland. If you don't know anything about guns, if you're intimidated about guns, if you've been to other gun stores and they treat you like an idiot because you don't know the difference between the phrase magazine and clip, that's what NorCal Gun Vault is for. And 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 this is so true about the Diamond Vault and uh, the Diamond Gold Vault in uh, Sacramento. So Diamond Vault's in Reno and Carson City. Diamond Gold Vault, the old original name, is in Sacramento. The websites are either DiamondVaultReno.com or DiamondGoldVault.com. Um, and they do. They make it a very unintimidating process. They, and they, they will over-explain everything, whether it's the four Cs that a lot of dudes don't understand, w whether it's, well, this is why this one is a higher grade, but it costs less, and all these other various things. Uh, I love being partnered with them and uh, excited for, uh, for to see what to happens with Diamond Gold Vault. Uh, in Reno or in Sacramento, sorry. <laughs> so I've mentioned that I I loved my anesthesiologist for my hysterectomy, but there is one thing that I got, I was so mad with him about because I was hoping to have a, a trip in to Diamond Vault because um, the band that I my wedding band you couldn't get it off, you know, because I got, I've gotten too fat since I got married, <laughs> can't get it off. And when you go under, like they want they don't want any jewelry on you at all. And so he's trying everything he can to get it oh, off. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, just cut it. And he's like, I'm all, just just cut it off. Honestly, it's fine. We'll take it somewhere. We'll get it. I'm like, because you know, I'm like, this, well, babe, we got to go now. Look. Yep. And he's like, I am, that is a nice band. I am not doing that. I'm like, come on. And he ended up, uh, they could do this rap thing with this tape stuff. Oh, boo. That keeps you safe, apparently, or whatever. I mean, obviously, it worked. And I wake up, and yeah, there's the stuff on top of it. I'm like, ah. Let's, cut it off. Let's play Master of Movies right now. Uh, we got a pair of winning before you can buy them tickets uh, to see Social Distortion at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno on Memorial Day weekend Sunday, May 26th. The tickets go on sale this Friday. Tomorrow, we've got your pair right now. We'll give you a hint and play a movie clip. You tell us the uh, title of the movie it's from and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the movie, just cut it off. <laughs> drop it everywhere and no winner. Don't say that at your vasectomy, by the way. <laughs> 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio. As Rob likes to say, it is what it is. Ah, what are we doing here? What has happened to this show? Oh, we got this email a few minutes ago, uh, rad at radradio.com from Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Um, not that I don't trust Amanda personally, but I, I like to confirm things like this. Now, if you're if you're listening to us in the greater Sacramento area on uh, 104.7 FM and 890 AM, you might have heard this. I We don't hear what they're doing on, on that side, even though it's our radio station. It's a very weird thing. Uh, same thing with Rock 104.5 in Reno during the commercial breaks. They do own things. And we don't usually get into like, things like traffic. Uh, that's what they're for. But when something really big is happening, we get a few emails. I, I try to double check. And Amanda says, if anyone is going business 80 east towards Reno, coming from downtown Sacramento, find a different route. 
A three-vehicle accident uh, is uh, is in place. Maybe a fatality, emergency crew on the scene. Oh, no. Um, so I, I don't know about those last details. I do oh. know uh, I went in, we have a few different ways that we can confirm things like this, and, and so do you, like Google Maps and, and Waze. You know, I, thank God they all use the same thing. If you see the red line on your route, you are screwed. Uh, obviously, big red line, like from uh, before we get to her, uh, close, yeah, anywhere close to Truckee because of the weather uh, in both directions. But, yes, there there is a giant big red line from uh, Business 80 seemingly all the way into uh, in, uh, like the, the Madison Avenue area of, uh, of, of the Sacramento area. So if you're in the area, you know what I'm talking about. So it, and it's, that's heading east. Mm-hmm. Towards Reno, you're going to get the looky-loos going west. So just a word of advisement. I, I, I know so many of you are sitting in it going, thanks, Rob. Thanks for telling me now. Appreciate it. And you should have checked before you left. Uh, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, uh, get ready at the bottom of the hour for the commercial break, which will not be us in the studios. Well, it will kind of. Usually at the sights and sounds, you're going to get the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Rando? We've got uh, two dogs in the producer studio. Oh, We've yay. got my Walter and Kyle's Marla. Oh, yeah. Marla. Are they going to frolic together? Because I know you've been a little you've been a little restrained, Brando, about rousting uh, your hound Walter lately. You know, they don't frolic together in general. <laughs> Walter's a very independent dog. Uh, so is Marla. Yeah, well, Marla likes to come over and kind of snag treats from Walter oh, a little yeah. bit. And she'll come up and be like, hey, what's going on in your bed? Can I lay here? K9 Cam coming up, bottom of the hour on Rad TV. Master, master of movies, I'm feeding you lies. Twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action, adventure, sci-fi comedy. Just take the film and you'll reach supreme. You're a movie master, movie master. I was just thinking if I brought Hank our lab in, he would not be having it. What do you mean you don't want to play? What is wrong with those dogs? Just wanting to be alone laying in there. Let's go. We got a, a pair of winner before goodbye. <laughs> tickets to see Social D at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno on Memorial Day Sunday, May 26th. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. You can win them right now. Mike, you're caller 18. Good morning. 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 You will guess first if you know the movie you win. If not, we'll go to Chris. Good morning, Red. Morning. morning. And Dustin, you're caller 20. Do, 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 Dustin. Hello, Dustin. Dustin? Going once. Oh. Going twice. Goodbye, Dustin. All dust, right. Dust out. We have uh, <laughs> we have two people, Mike and Chris, uh, who we need to identify uh, a thriller from 2005. We're prepared to offer you $10,000. What is that 2005 thriller that Kyle describes as a little depressing but a great story? We're prepared to offer you $10,000. Mike. Oh, it's definitely Jaws. Yes, definitely. From the, uh, the, the 19... 2005. Yeah, 2005 uh, version of Jaws. All right, Chris, do you know the movie? Uh, I do not. Okay, well, thank you for your honesty. We appreciate that. A drought in 1970s Southern California has an unexpected side effect. As people empty their swimming pools, a group of teen surfers from the Dogtown area of Venice Beach move in with skateboards, and a new sport is born. Oh, Kyle and his obsession with skateboards. Hell yeah! How is this depressing? Based on a true story. Oh, God. I'm not looking up how much of it's true. Oh, this I film follows oh. the Z-Boys skate team members, Stacy Peralta, Tony Alva, and Jay Adams, all people played by actors you don't know, plus manager Skip, played by Heath Ledger, as their fearless pool surfing leads to fame, fortune, 
and surfing misfortune it's basically the the introduction to skateboarding in the early days like the oh, yeah so in okay. the late 70s they're the skateboards are way different and the competitions start <laughs> yeah. coming out. And this is when yeah. it has the highlight of Tony Alva and Stacey Peralta, who invented the board brand Powell. And can confirm at least that much of the story is true. A, a drained swimming pools were like the first skateboard, like <laughs> yeah. not ramps or half what, pipes. What, yeah, half oh, yeah. pipes. There you go. Bowls. That's, that's yeah. true. That, that's who are true. you, man? Really? Let me sing the tune for you, okay? Slinky, slinky, for fun it's a wonderful toy. Slinky, slinky, it's fun for a girl and boy. You want me to sing that? Oh, we're prepared to offer you $10,000. <sighs> Two more chances for you to win them before you can buy them at 8 and 9 a.m. for Social D tickets. Since I've mentioned it more than a few times and it keeps coming up, I found one of the articles related to this. We don't have a time to do the deep dive. But on the issue of hearing stories about uh, things, it kind of relates back to the vasectomy thing, uh, things that people go through. Uh, Dawn was telling the story, I think it was yesterday, where she often says, and, and this was in America? <laughs> and, and, and I've been pointing out, I mean, you know, this, this xenophobic idea we have that America is so perfect or great at everything because you see these horror stories on TV or whatever of you know, foreign country, or you visit Mexico and you see somebody having dental work done in no, Tijuana on the no, streets. No, no. On the streets? People, uh, people, yes. People do. People think, oh well, well, you know, we're America. We're so, plastic surgery. Yes, we're, we're not. Oh. And I keep pointing out. Multiple studies recently have pointed out that the thing that that Americans share with every other, everybody else on the planet is they're human, and that leads to human error. That's true. So multiple <laughs> things. The one I was referring to was a, a big study published in the journal JAMA, J A M A, which of course stands for. Journal American uh, Medical Association. Yeah, that. that's it. <laughs> oh. the, the Journal of American Medical Association examined medical records from 29 different American hospitals across the entire country and found that one in five hospital deaths are caused by misdiagnoses. Oh. One out of five people that die in the hospital do so because they are misdiagnosed. The findings align with other stark findings, which show that over a quarter of a million Americans die every year after being misdiagnosed in the emergency room. Oh. Additionally, a different study published last year found that 800,000 patients die or are permanently disabled every year due to being misdiagnosed. Oh, oh they're, they're, God, it was just out, and they did a few based on the true story movies on this, and it was a doctor that, he was basically sadistic. And I think that part of it, no one argues. It's just what level did they take, you know, creative license or whatever. And he would do surgeries on the back. And, like, he really half knew what he was doing. But he was also well-respected, so no one questioned anything. He paralyzed so many people and damaged so many people's backs. You're also sitting there going, how was this allowed to happen in America? That was just an episode? Because um, there's a whole series called Dr. Death that is it. about that guy. That, so yeah. that's what I was talking about. So they, they've done series, but they've also done, mo like, movies, made-for-TV movies for it as well. And they all basically... You know, they tell different parts of it, but that one mm -hmm. it, right there where he damaged people, that uh, stays true. Uh, the study, uh, another study found that misdiagnoses included 22.5% of lung cancers, which is the deadliest form of cancer in the U.S. And what happens is more than half of all lung cancer cases are diagnosed too late when the disease has traveled to multiple other organs and make it mm. difficult to treat. There is also a different study from Johns Hopkins. This one I will acknowledge the medical community is fighting over this one. Uh, I mean, Johns Hopkins, very revered, uh, very uh, respected. However, a lot of people say, we don't like the way you did this, but their study says that medical mistakes are actually the third leading cause of death 
uh, in America after heart disease and cancer. There's just there's a lot of information out there. As I said, I could do a whole show boring you and scaring you with this. I just like to, to you, you should be doing your research. This is why we do tell you second opinions, things like that. And this arrogance of everything's going to be okay because I'm in America really needs to come to an end. Now, how's it go with the medication? Is that considered as a misdiagnosis Absolutely. as well? Absolutely. People take that and then OD. Yep. They they oh. they dive into that in those in those studies as well. And 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 Brandon's been honest on, on the air. Um, and it, it's very common, like we, if, when you get into the area of uh, mood stabilizers and anything having to do with psychiatric drugs, they, they often, uh, uh, it takes two or three or four different kinds. And I know, Brandon, you've gone through various levels of hell trying yeah. to get your medication right. Yeah, I think it's, I think I finally found the balance. Yeah, you know? but you had to, I mean, it wasn't fun. Yeah, it's taken about six months to get there. And, the, and the scary thing about that in particular, on one hand, I think it's really cool that there's these there's all of these online pharmacy places like hymns and romans and things like that hers where for example you go online to get embarrassing stuff like ed drugs uh, you know it's like god do i have to talk to my doctor about not being able to get it up no you can go you can go online to one of these sites and you ask you answer a bunch of questions online about your health history and you say whatever you want and then you you then you, you submit it and then a doctor allegedly <laughs> comes back and says, okay, uh, you're approved, and they mail you those drugs. I think that's great. Uh, because if, if, if we're talking about something that maybe, hopefully you've vetted it with your own doctor, yeah. like there won't be any cross-contamination, things like that. You might be getting it cheaper uh, than if you went to a pharmacy, et cetera. You can do that with psychiatric drugs. You can, you can get mood stabilizers that way. That's wow. effed up. That's no, that a little is. scary. Well, that's very scary. That, I, I have I have firsthand knowledge of someone in my life who went through this, and it was bad. And that to me, I'm like, nope. See, this is like yeah, we've that. been talking about with tech, right? With AI and everything else. There are some great things about it, and there's always a bad to it. When it comes to prescription medication that doctors prescribe, like literally, I could do a whole show on it. I have learned so much with my father-in-law helping to take care of him because I had to – it came to a point I had to just literally fire his doctor and find a new one because, listen, we – I think it's human nature. We just, we want to trust our doctors. They know what they're doing. Well, he was having these, my father-in-law, this was years ago. He's having these reactions and I'm like, what is going on? And you know, it's a weekend. I called one of my brother-in-laws who's a pharmacist for a million years. And I said, I read off everything that my father-in-law is taking. And he was like, what <laughs> the what? First of all, he was mad. The doctor had all those things did not work well together, a few of those they things. They contraindicated. He's like, yeah. if he's on that, he shouldn't be on that. He should be on that, right? Like he knew. And then he was mad at the pharmacy because he said, I as a pharmacist know this, and I will alert the doctor's office Like, because, you know, maybe someone made a mistake or what the hell's going on. So two levels there that should have happened that didn't, that we would think would, right? You automatically think your doctor's doing right by you, and then you just assume the pharmacy also is paying attention to it, and they're not. Like you literally, I've had to be mm -hmm. his own pharmacy and 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 to check and make sure and now with his new doctor she's awesome she always makes sure everything goes together but oh my god it's frightening that's the human element <laughs> honestly yeah. what's even more disturbing is on social media for these online Whoa. pharmacies and the uh, mood stabilizer medication and the ed medications they're po constantly popping up on my feed 
I don't know about everybody else's, mm. and I'm not even like out there looking for any. <laughs> it's just it comes up, and I'm like, Maybe. what right. the hell is this about? But I mean, it gives you it gives you that um, it, it's easy to go to. You can just click on the little story, takes you to a link to their website, and then there you go. You got the process started. Maybe the internet's trying to tell you that you should be looking. <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna stick to the water and exercise. Good. See how that works <laughs> out. Is Viagra now like Botox for uh, women in their 20s will want to get Botox for preventative? So like it's like the the ED. No? Okay. Wait, wait. I didn't understand the question. I I, I don't know what, what you're asking. I, so I, I can't really like do anything. I was young. really just trying to make a silly one-off, like, because Kyle's young, uh-huh. but ED was targeting him, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. is this oh, like okay. I thought mood women... stabilizers were targeting No, they both are. Okay. Oh, I heard getting a dose that... of both. Yeah, like uh, okay. ADD okay. medicine and the, the ED. Yeah, I heard the ED, and I was like, okay, is it like women in their 20s with Botox? But, yeah. but yes, yeah, I yeah. mean, youngsters are looking <laughs> like, for it. Where ED is, you know, these Viagra pills or the, the knockoffs are usually reserved for older people, but young kids are probably getting it because, yeah. you know, they want to be porn stars yeah they are yeah oh yeah it's out there uh, very there's much just so. one commercial and it's just i can't they needed a different spokesperson this man is really old like he's your grandpa he is your grandpa and he is pumping you know he's he's promoting the ed whatever but the number that they give for them it's like some 69 there's a 69 in there good and he even <laughs> he, and i forget the rest of it was like 69 and then he says the rest i'm like no good boy you are grandpa there you go no um, we got this email from uh, Ty. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, of tech and such, uh, we had the story of uh, of the this this jury duty scam that was going around uh, that went uh, went viral because uh, this guy uh, his wife got, was t- got a phone call was told uh, she missed jury duty. You're going to go to jail if you don't send us two thousand dollars. It was the phone call was coming from the local sheriff's office number. Uh, and uh, the husband was like, this is a scam, but he had all this information, all this information. Eventually, he gave in, sent them the money. The minute it transferred, the phone line went dead. Of course, they never they never caught the people. Uh, and Ty wrote in and said, this happened to me. Oh. When I answered, the person said they were a police officer, and I had missed jury duty. I immediately felt sick to my stomach, and I started freaking out. I told the person I just had jury duty in the last year, and would I have had it again so soon? And he said, yes, and this was a federal case, he said. He then listed an address, and it was my previous address. And this is when I would start thinking, this can't be real. I put him on mute. I yelled at a coworker really quick what was going on. He Googled faster than I've ever seen anyone Google. And he said it's a scam, and I hung up. But I was shaking because it was so disturbing. Aww. It is so, so sad that people fall for this. Yes, uh, it, the, the, that is a great tool if, it, because these are so common. That if you're if you have any question, you can immediately Google jury duty going to jail. First of all, as we said yesterday, that doesn't happen. No cop is going to show up at your door because you missed jury duty. You have an outstanding uh, uh, ticket or anything like that. They are trying to scare you. They do scare a lot of people. And then these scams are, are, are becoming more and more prevalent. In fact, on next Tuesday's episode of Tech to You Tuesday, uh, hosted by Ian from Tech to You, which airs every Tuesday at 11 a.m., uh, he's going to do a deep dive on a bunch of new scams, including calls from uh, the DHS about illegal packages sent to your home, mm-hmm. calls from the IRS about tax penalties. Those are going to get more and more prevalent. Jesus. All of these AI-generated celebrity scams and fake online postings luring information from job seekers. So he's going to do a whole show on scams you need to be watching out for on Tech to You Tuesday, next Tuesday at 11 a.m. I've been waiting to get some scam calls. I thought I had one on the hook yesterday. <laughs> I had one that said scam likely, and I'm like, yes, because I want to mess with them. Yeah, it's I want to call them up. I want this jury duty thing to happen. They'll be like, you missed jury duty. You're going to get arrested. I'm going to be like, I love handcuffs. Can you please send them over now and just see what happens? I just want to play around with it. The ones I'll feel bad about in the past when I used to answer the calls and say hello are the ones that are saying they're for charity. And especially if they're like they're from a police association or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
I'm so sorry, but I got to hang up on you because I'm not trusting that. Like, tell me the tell me the email address, right? Like, give me the, or, give me the or, website. Or, but if it's anything like that, you a lot of people already have the organizations they're going to give to, right? You're just going to Google. They put it in your head. Okay, let me Google some legitimate police force to give to. But over the phone, no, or they'll do something for animals. And I just I'll always feel so bad. Click, I got to hang up on you. I am not giving you money over the phone. I don't know who you are. I need to do my research. I don't answer the phone. I mean, it's just sometimes <laughs> so it's now, that simple. Yeah, I yeah mean, it's just like... If I do, I grunt. Uh, speaking of uh, speed of tech, uh, first, because I know that uh, we are an ignorant society, uh, let me give you a quick education on the country of Slovakia because it's very important to uh, this story. It is a advanced uh, country with a high income economy. They are in Central Europe. They're bordered by Poland, Ukraine, Hungary, Austria, and the Czech Republic. They have a combination economy just like ours. It's a market economy with a comprehensive social security system. They're a member of the EU, and they are the world's largest per capita car producer so it's not just a punchline uh, which it is to most people uh, yeah slovakia what are they living in the 1800s no they're quite modern and that's very important to this story and one of the greatest kings players from back in the day is from there peja soyakovich there is. uh days before the pivotal election for what their version of the president is in slovakia to determine who would lead the country a damning audio recording spread online in which one of the top candidates boasted about how he had rigged the election Ooh. You're about to vote. I've already stolen it, basically, is was what he was saying. His voice could also be heard on another recording talking about raising the cost of beer, which is going to repel even people even more, for God's sakes. <laughs> the recordings immediately went viral on social media, and the candidate who was aligned with us, he was aligned with Western interests, was defeated by his opponent, who supports closer ties to Moscow and Vladimir Putin. While we can't say for sure... How many votes were swayed by the leaked audio? What we do know is it was totally fake, oh. created using artificial intelligence. This is exactly what I have been warning everyone about is coming this year to America, and U.S. officials see the episode as well as a frightening harbinger of the sort of interference the United States will see during the 2024 presidential election. So you're leading up to Election Day. Let's just assume it's what 75% of America does not want, mm. Trump versus Biden rematch. And here comes... The video of Donald Trump or the audio of Donald Trump raping, talking about rape, whatever, abusing kids, vice versa, Joe Biden, whatever. And it turns out to be totally fake, but it gains steam. It goes viral. And here, and imagine this, this one, and I'm going to use this example because I think it, 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 it's not a commentary on either candidate. Well, you can use either one. Damning video or audio comes out. And let's say Trump immediately goes, fake, it's fake news, fake. He's cried wolf so many times, people are just going to say he's lying. But it's really fake in my example. Biden comes out, says the same thing. Ah, he's senile. He doesn't even know what, what he did. I don't believe that. This could be a wild ride. It, this, this could be nuts. Just throughout the years when we've done stories of someone who's convicted or uh, accused of rape or just, <laughs> just something horrendous, horrendous. And it turns out that it wasn't true. People still will have that vision of them. So even if before you were going to go to the voting booth, it was promoted, this was fake, this was fake, with a lot of people, they just might not buy it. They might go, oh, no, but I could see that, right? Like, like that right. seemed believable, though. And I, I think almost almost everybody, I think, is guilty of that to some level. Uh, uh, quarterback Deshaun Watson, the 26 massage therapist, no charge was ever even filed, but uh, that didn't. That was, Michael Jackson. He was never convicted of anything. Ugh. But 
A lot of people walk around like Don. I think he's guilty Mm -hmm. as hell. I mean, O.J. Simpson, he was never found guilty of murder, but a lot of people walk around as, that. yes. Guilty, allegedly. (laughs) See, the the normal public are are so feeble that all you have to do is plant the seed. Yep, Mm -hmm. and that's the story, and they stick with that narrative. Uh, We got an email here uh, with a a quick, 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 quick question from uh, Brian. Hey, Brian. Says, Rob, I have a politics question that I hope isn't political. With the presidential election looking like it's going to be the Crypt Keeper versus the Mummy, (laughs) what would happen if one of the candidates dies? What happens? Uh, What about after they get their party's nomination? Does it go to the VP candidate? In both cases, so let's say that both, let's say it's Biden and Trump, they have the nominations, and let's say whatever, one of them dies, natural causes because they're both old. In both cases, the way it's set up is the political party, the Republican National Committee or the Democratic National Committee, have it written that if the candidate dies or is incapacitated after the con- convention and before election day, the, re- uh, the the committee will select the presidential candidate. It was set up that way under the guise of what the committee is supposed to do is they're supposed to look at, well, who did our voters want as second? Of course, that's not how it works. It's all backroom deal. So that's if they die after they get the nomination. If it's before they get the nomination, which occurs technically in this summer when they have their conventions, then they just continue the, the process. They just... They just uh, they go, oh, well, Trump died since that's really the contested one. So we're just going to keep holding primaries and you're just going to keep voting. And a lot of people actually believe because there's another angle to the Republican side this year, not so much death, but a lot of people believe that's what Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is still kind of focusing on. He dropped out of running right now. It's it's Trump or former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, who will be the official Republican nominee. But uh, DeSantis, he dropped out, but yet he is still uh, holding news conferences and running commercials about uh, congressional term limits and requiring federal balanced budgets and the border problem. And a lot of people believe he's running what's called a shadow campaign where he's staying in the minds of people and politicians so that if one of these 91 felony charges against Trump, he's got four trials going on, does something to take him out of the race – that DeSantis can jump back in. And this is what's rumored on the Democratic side. A lot of people believe this is what California Governor Gavin Newsom is doing. Why did Gavin Newsom hold a debate, a national debate, with Ron DeSantis? Because if something happens to Biden or if the party comes along and says, you're not going to win, he he is the one that a lot of people look at. So there are, there are things in place to handle uh, those those questions. And then we bring in the AI thing. And you know what I hope? Here's Here's my hope. And you all know what I think about hope, but I'll give you something to, to cling to. I hope this is this is Y2K. We're making a big deal out of the 2024 election. AI, deep fakes, Trump, uh. Biden. Oh, the world's going to burn. Nothing happens. It all just goes along fine. That's that's what you can cling to. So this is coming from – I don't pick sides. This happens to come from the part of my family that's very, 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 very right wing. They believe we're going to get into a war. Okay, I'm trying to remember exactly how this, what they were saying, because I was half listening. Something to the effect that the election won't happen. It'll just be given to Biden because a war, World War III will have broken out, and then the, the president that's in has to stay in, or something like that. I don't, what wow. is that? Martial law. What is that? Wow. Where do they get that from? Like, Their butt. Is, is that a thing? No. <laughs> So, because they're all afraid this is what they're going to pull, and we're going to be stuck with Biden. And I'm like, all hey, right. look, because <laughs> Kyle said the phrase, how many times in the middle of COVID did we have to go through the martial law thing that never happened? Never, never even yeah. close. So this is. It, 
I just didn't know if you'd heard that one or it would sound familiar as I spoke. Well, <laughs> I, I, I mean, sometimes I, I try to avoid them unless I have to for the show, so I don't <laughs> seek them out. But it didn't surprise me uh, other than the, the the depths to which we're reaching to create these stories. See, some of this stuff I, 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 I get. I get the idea that, that the Democratic Party might say, we can't run this guy again. I that I can see. I have eyes. I see. I see surveys. I see the state of the country. I see the state of him. I, I and I know how dirty politics are. Uh, so that one to me is not a conspiracy theory. I don't think it's going to happen. But at least that one has legs. Right. The whole we're in a World War Three and the we can't change presidents. That now there there. I mean, imagine what that says about the country. <laughs> no, you're you're we're not we're not a democracy. We're a, a representative republic. You you can't you have to stay with the president who is currently leading the war, whether you like it or not. I mean, that's the ultimate slap in the face to whatever independence we have left. So that's a fun one. I, mean, I gotta Rob, say that. Anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn show. First, it was rad radio. Then it was bad radio. Now it's just awful. This is the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn show. Uh, don't worry, I've got more, uh, more depressing, scary stuff for later. But uh, that we're gonna, we're gonna have some more uh, fun here first. But a couple reactions and a couple things we're talking about went over all of these various reports that just point out uh, there's a lot of mistakes made in American medicine. Uh, Johns Hopkins says that uh, uh, medical mistakes are the third leading cause of death in the country. Dawn told the story about. Uh, pharmacists and how they're not getting involved and getting in the middle. And Sarah says, I work in a pharmacy. Every day I see the mistakes doctors will make, and my pharmacists are always calling about interactions and other issues. Good. I trust my pharmacist more than I do my doctor, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, and then Glenn wrote in about, is it going to be Trump versus Biden? It's not official yet, but it just seems like it's going to be what three-fourths of America doesn't want. I, I love his last sentence. Uh, he says, mark this down. Biden drops out sometime in May, and Michelle Obama rolls out her campaign. You heard it here first. No, no, I, I heard it first in uh, 2019, and, and then every year since, and it's been out there the, the, the whole time. It's, it's, it's the idea of who's the most popular Democratic figure, and uh, there's still this glow in the Democratic Party over Obama. It's out there. We don't know if there's any truth, but I did not hear it from you. You're not the first. You're not the 18,000th. That I've uh, I've heard it from, but thanks a lot. I'll, I'll make a note of that. Why don't we do something like uh, entertainment news? Again, we went over the uh, the uh, the the list of what we were googling in uh, January in the Google Trends report, the who, what, when, where, why, and with everything going on, we were really focused on what's important: the Golden Globes, Martin Lawrence. <laughs> Jeez, man, my- Bill Belichick, things like that, uh, and uh, we are we are today as well because Wheel of Fortune fans are seeking justice oh. for one contestant they believe was robbed of her rightful oh, winnings. What contestant Megan was doing the bonus round, and the category was living thing. Now I know what you're saying. You're saying, oh great, Rob, another visual thing that only rad TV viewers can. No, the visual actually has nothing to do with this. This is an audio thing. Because the, the, and I'm going to tell you the answer. I'm not asking you to solve a puzzle or anything. The letters on the board appeared as P dash N dash. That's the first word, P dash N dash. 
uh, and in the category of living things. And the other one was uh, dash or blank R C dash. Uh, double dash uh, D, which over the radio, you're like, I can't keep up. Right, I'm going to tell you. The answer is pink orchid. That was the answer, pink orchid. But after 10 seconds, the buzzer sounded and Megan lost, and fans on social media are arguing that she had, in fact, said the correct answer. One said the woman got screwed. She totally said pink orchid. 100% oh. somebody else said pink orchid. I know she said pink orchid was a third one. So, what the heck? Uh, we, we'll, we'll play you the original in, in 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 ten seconds in its entirety, and let you just listen and see if you hear her say pink orchid, and then we'll go back to the spot in case you don't hear it, and then there's a little there's a little twist as as well. Living thing is the category. You have ten seconds to try to tell us what's up there. Good luck. Something orchid, pony orchid. You might have been overthinking, thinking of a type of orchid. Pink. Yeah. Okay. Did she say it? No. Yeah. Well, oh. she said after the, the, did she say it after the beep beep or did it go pink and then beep beep? No, she said it. Oh, she, she said she, pink after the yeah, beep. Yeah, she said pink after Pat Sajak gave her the answer, clearly. But after. before that, yeah. I did not hear her at all say pink hmm. orchid. I heard her say orchid. Uh, The uh, social media said 100% she said pink orchid right at the start. Brandon, save your version, by the way, because I'm going to, we, we have a couple different versions here. So let's let's let me. I'm just going to play you the very first thing she said. Thing orchid. Oh, that is oh. clearly pink orchid. Or I thought I thought she said maybe think orchid. Okay. Thing orchid. Oh. Mm. Yep. Okay. Thing orchid. Oh. Pink orchid. Brandon, play play your version okay. again because I just heard I just heard it for the first time. This is not the the, the Lanny Laurel thing or whatever that was. Living thing is the category. You have ten seconds to try to tell us what's up there. Good luck. Something orchid. Yep, oh. there it is. Yep. There it is. Okay, I, I I and I I didn't I didn't know what. Okay, first of all, at the end when Pat Sajak says it was pink orchid, she's like, oh, pink orchid. Well, if you had said pink orchid, you would have said been like, what? Hey, right. what? Exactly. That's that's where yeah. I'm stuck. That's where I'm stuck. Okay, we're gonna play it again, and I'm gonna put the thought in your head. She says something orchid. Oh. That's what I thought she said in the first time. You gonna do that one more time? Yeah, we, we, we'll hear Brandon's version because it has the full context here of the setup and everything. It's the category. You have ten seconds to try to tell us what's up there. Good luck. Something orchid. Yeah, see, that's something what, orchid. Something that's what, orchid. That's what I heard the first time. Pony. She did not say pink orchid. No, and again, Ever. had she, and and uh, there there were people who got in on it on social media who said who said what I just said. If she had said pink, she would have reacted differently when he told yeah. her the answer. Now, when you started playing like just the thing, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, oh wait, how did I miss that? I. But then that's where I jumped to. I'm like, well, you wouldn't act all surprised at the end. You'd be like fighting for your win, man. And I said pink there, in the beginning. There were a few people who who did what we do, overreacted on social media. Oh, she said pink. And then they came back and said, okay, I replayed it eight times, and it's clearly <laughs> something. The orchid. music behind her can, can create some interference, but Pat Sajak is standing right there. Yeah. So he clearly heard what, what we eventually heard, which was something something orchid. And not to be boring and pull back the curtain here, but all of these game shows have uh, have judges with headphones on, and they have a direct line to the producer, et cetera. I mean, they because they, 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 the lawsuits. They are so wired in. Boy, and that is a pressure 
in the moment pressure thing because you already say something orchid and you would think like us right now would be easy for us to go right. ink of course but we're not there again we're it's not like on tv the pressure cooker on our show yeah. it's so easy <laughs> when you're sitting in your living room which most of us will be doing a week from sunday i mean the big entertainment news still is the super bowl uh and uh the hard seltzer brand truly you know these hard these, oh yeah these are they're, they're flavored seltzers with alcohol uh, like wild berry, cherry, blueberry, strawberry, lime, lime, Delicious. grapefruit, lemon, etc. <laughs> yes. Strawberry lemonade is where it's at. Girls love them. Those are fun drinks. Uh, they are selling a special flavor <laughs> for the Super Bowl. All right, so they're delicious, Kyle. You love them. I do. So they have designed a limited edition <laughs> seltzer just for the Super Bowl. Although, they obviously, they say if people want more of it, they'll produce more of it. How about a hard seltzer flavored... Like hot sauce. What kind? That's all it says. Just hot sauce. That's the dumbest description ever. You can't just leave hot sauce blank like that. Hot sauce has very many varieties. you got Tabasco, which tastes like vinegar. And then you've got Sriracha, which tastes like it came from the heavens. Yes. And then you also have your Cholula, which is pretty good, but not quite as good as Sriracha. This is a hot sauce-flavored hard seltzer designed by people who don't understand or enjoy hot sauce. Because you're exactly right. And it's obviously not paired with any name brands that we know, or else... They would tell us, yeah, so that so that we do. So, Man, you know what? I've come a long way in my spice game, but I cannot get on board with these with the spice mixed with liquor thing. To me, that's like a walking heartburn. <laughs> that that oh my god! This would be cool as a mixer though, if you were using it for something. But although I imagine it wouldn't be that good in the Bloody Mary because of the fizziness of mm. it, so you'd have to find something else to put it in. I don't know. The trash. Uh, oh, a martini maybe, a little fizzy martini. <laughs> Michelada. Uh, as we. Uh, as we mentioned yesterday, uh, all of the fun for some of us over the Super Bowl commercials was ruined years ago uh, when uh, they all start releasing. Well, some of them release teasers, uh, but a lot of them just release the commercial and people watch it and there's nothing. You don't react. You know, the fun of seeing it, whatever. Those days are long gone. <laughs> we, we have a we have a few more for you. Uh, I already know. I'm, I'm, we Everybody votes, right, on uh, the Monday after the Super Bowl and the USA Today does their ad meter. What was the best ad? I, I, I know Dawn's. I'm telling you right now, <gasps> there will not be one better. Not to dawn, oh, especially. Oh. Espe this is always a leader, but there's a twist this time that's, uh, that I'm like, oh Christ! All right. I mean, we, d even if there's the the funniest commercial of all time, Dawn will still vote this one the number one. <laughs> um, she's always a fan, and yes, uh, Super Bowl 58 will feature a revival of the iconic Clydesdales. Yes! Oh my God! I was hoping. Uh, as a parent company, Anheuser Busch attempts to stage a comeback after the Bud Light fiasco. By the <laughs> way, this will do it. Quick off ramp. Quick off ramp. I thought of this at the minute I, I saw that headline. I went in, I dove in, and I went, Can we stop lying to everybody? Bud Light sales, yes, they're still down 29% year to year. Anheuser Busch is doing just fine because they own other brands like Labatt's. Remember, we we're talking about Jason Kelsey drinking Blue Line? Yeah. That's, a, that's an Anheuser Busch product. It's the number one selling Canadian brand of beer in the world, but Anheuser Busch owns it. So, this whole Anheuser Busch is dying thing is way overblown. It, the stock market thing is is what we call a, a fear reaction. It, it gets into trading and stuff like that. Uh, Anheuser-Busch is, is doing fine. Bud Light, not so much. But they're going to work on that too, which we'll, well talk about. Well, and this is why, because of Clydesdales. Uh, the ad will air in full during Super Bowl on February 11th. It was uh, teased on Good Morning America. You can find it online very oh, easily. Oh, yeah, I'm not waiting. I'm going to go look right now. Here's the twist. And, and all you're going to get is a little tease. Oh, what? I, I, I thought you got the whole commercial. No, yeah. I literally just said they released a tease on I, Good sorry, Morning America. I, and, yeah. and you can My find mind it was already that. going to Clydesdales before you said it, and so I, I tuned out of you a little bit. I'm sorry. The commercial tells the story of a Labrador Retriever. Oh, the best dogs on the planet! 
who comes to the rescue of the Clydesdales as they struggle in a storm. Oh, my God. Winner, 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 winner. Is it gold lab? That's it. Or I, is it a black lab? I, I don't have. Oh, okay. that would make. Listen, I love all labs, but uh, uh, I love all labs, but black labs reign supreme of all the labs. So, oh my God, that would just make it quadruple times a billion the best. Other commercials you can look for will feature a de-aged Chris Jenner, kind of like what they did to Harrison Ford in the most recent uh, uh, Indiana Jones movie, uh, uh, who makes a cameo for Oreo. It goes through different moments in history where people twist an Oreo to make decisions based on which cookie the cream is on. <laughs> and it ends with Kris Jenner making the choice to create a reality series of her family's life. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cute. Uh, wrestler Stone Cold Steve Austin gets a mullet and promotes the new Kawasaki Ridge in a commercial. <laughs> uh, now, a mullet? Uh, yeah. yeah, he's bald, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Just for that. That's great. Um, the, we, now, so back to Anheuser-Busch. We, we, for, specific to Bud Light. They put out that teaser of the guy in the Peyton Manning jersey wearing number 18, and Peyton Manning's part of the Bud Light revival campaign, and he's holding a Bud Light, the guy is. And all we see is this side view of a guy with glasses and a mustache, and the, uh, the Bud Light fan says, is that, is that you or something like that? Um, now, there's no indication that we have that answer. It's hard to tell. That same guy wearing the number 18 jersey is featured in a new trailer uh, where he opens his fridge to a singing bottle of Bud Light and is, is then transported to the best night ever with Post Malone. So there's no indication that Post Malone is the guy in the mustache, especially because of the way the commercial looks. Apparently this guy in the Peyton Manning jersey is going to be the guy that's featured, but now Post Malone's going to be involved in it as well. No, this right. is a precursor to what you guys guessed because this is singing mm-hmm. and then it takes you to Kid Rock. Well, and and to to be completely fair, that was that was a, an emailer that said yeah. how great would it be? That's right, yeah. Uh if the guy <laughs> in the the first commercial is that really you is Kid Rock. I mean, what a, what a way for Kid Rock to to make fun of himself or to bring the the country together whatever happens. We we don't know yet. I don't think we're going to know until Super Bowl Sunday, but Daniel wrote in and he did say, Rob, could you possibly do more Kid Rock segments? I mean, you do such a great job of impersonating him. No. I feel like I'm listening to Kid Rock himself. Well, I appreciate that. I, as I said, I, I spent a lot of time with him, relatively speaking. Uh, he was in Sacramento for a, a festival concert. I was backstage with him. Uh, at, at, this is the Pam Anderson years. And so I, I hung out with him. So I'm not surprised that I kind of nailed his his his. Uh, his accent or whatever, um, but I did I did think about it because I I was kind of on the fly thinking you know what would he say or what would the angle be, so I put a little more thought into it. So so I I don't know if this is the one, but first of all, okay, oh, no. <laughs> fan Peyton Man- Manny Manny Jersey holding his Bud Light and he said, oh is that you? Okay, Kid Rock stands up and he walks towards the dude and he's holding the Bud Light. Uh-huh. Hi, I'm Kid Rock. Ba wada ba. It's time we put water under the bridge. Let bygones just be gone. <laughs> and look towards not the future, but one another. It's so bad. Because that's all we got is each other. So whether you know what gender you are or you just want attention, <laughs> you're all right by me. Come to my bar in Nashville, Kid Rock's whatever it's called. <laughs> and have a Bud Light with me and some dude or duet or, or other thing. Oh Bring us all God. together. And while you're there, enjoy our new shooting range. <laughs> Grab an AK and shoot up a variety of targets, included cases of Bud Light, a, a cardboard cutout of me because I'm an idiot. Maybe take a shot at a pride flag or a picture of Biden falling down or a giant orange with the words Trump on it. We love everyone at Kid Rocks, whatever it's called, and I'll see you there. Something like that. Oh, 
I'm working. I'm working on that. <laughs> the more you do it, I'm thinking of an old timey. Um, Cause somebody mentioned Louisiana, right? With your accent, an old timey mm. Louisiana lawyer. Mm. Yeah, and it's uh, it's 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 obviously a Nashville accent, which he's acquired since he built his bar there. I have a question for Kid Rock. Yeah. Do you have any fireworks available at your at your restaurant? Any any fireworks stands nearby that you own? Because well, we have a rewards program, young man. Oh. Uh, we we punch your ticket for uh, for every Bud Light that you order. And when you when you buy twelve of them, we uh, we take you out back to the secret stash. Ignore the pandas in the cage as we walk past them, and in the parking lot, we'll let you shoot off some M80s if you like. Hell yeah! Just so we can bring everybody together in this explosive time, if you know what I mean. What does Kid Rock actually sound like? I'm trying to remember. What do you mean? What I sound like? My God! <laughs> so Jesus! You didn't hang out with him. You were like, I don't want to do with him. He's gross. <laughs> I right. hung out with him. True. You you probably caught a disease allegedly just standing next to him. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't get plenty of diseases <laughs> on my own. Uh, also, for uh, Super Bowl commercials, Jenna Ortega goes out in search of the new Doritos Dynamita chips. Uh, these are launching uh, over the, They've already launched. They're, they, they're out, whether they're in a store near you yet or not. Uh, these are uh, new spice-packed flavors in an unexpected new shape. They're all, they, they, they're like, they're rolled or their sticks. So the, the so the, the rolled ones look like crunchy taquitos, if you will. Oh. And then some of them are just actual sticks, and they come in a variety of flavors, uh, including, and they're gonna, this is their, what Doritos is going to do for the big game. There's the chile limon flavor, uh, which is uh, both a tangy, citrusy heat. Oh, okay. There's wow. the Doritos Flamin' Hot Queso chip. Oh. Rolled in the original form and packed with explosive cheesy flavor, spicy heat, and an extra crunch. See, anytime oh. I hear the word flaming hot, I'm envisioning a lot of runs to the bathroom. Because when you guys talk about flaming hot things and what it does. Well, yeah, but it doesn't, doesn't yes, to some people. Does that, then yeah. that is not a part of my uh, my forte at all. That does not happen well, to me. Wasn't there, oh. not, not Doritos, but wasn't there a chip that made people do that that had the name Flamin' Hot with it? Flamin' Hot I feel like it was in the news. Yeah. I don't yeah. know about giving you the problems. And down it was there. like orange no. and it was right. terrible. Just because it happens to people uh, doesn't mean it happens to all or most or right, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I was just uh, saying. Heartburn, That's what I maybe. think of. Yeah. <laughs> or, or for some of us, absolutely nothing. Uh, the uh, which was the last one I did? Uh, the the, the flaming hot queso. The flaming hot queso. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's also the smoky chili queso. Oh. Uh, which is described as a robust queso flavor and a smoky spicy kick. Oh, that, that sounds good. That comes in the sticks. No, That's, not interested. In I, I don't know. I think the spicier queso one might be a little better. I don't know about adding a little bit of the. Um, so the flaming the flaming hot queso is your is your leader right now. Yes. Okay. Uh, the one you just read is a leader for Do you, me. Brandon, does any of this interest you? These flavored uh, Doritos, which are actually what are they called? No, the dynamitas. I would try them. Yeah. I mean, I mean you got to try yeah, them. Yeah. I mean, I would try a couple of them. I mean, I'm still basically a flaming hot Doritos guy, but, but whatever. It looks like they're trying to take away attention from Takis. Like, I mean, that they're chip shape mm. and they're going like the dynamita, making them a little spicier. Mm -hmm. the, this last one you read, the, the fire queso, whatever, it indeed needs to be dipped in queso. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting yeah. twist. Mm -hmm. uh, there is also the uh, Doritos tangy, fiery lime. Sour spice, zesty lime. Hmm. I mean, I like a lime chip. Yeah, they go a long way, though. And like a little uh, bit of they get old quick, <laughs> yeah. right? They like salt vinegar, which, same thing. They're great crumbled up and mixed in with mm. stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking, like a Southwest salad of some sort. Oh. Bingo. There's uh, Doritos hot honey mustard uh, as well, the oh. Dynamitas. 
Uh, combines bold, tangy mustard flavors and a hot honey kick. So those yeah. are all right. Well, now you're getting into like barbecue. Oh. So, and that's I mean, where it, it, barbecue chips. Right. Hello, <laughs> Thank no, I you. know, but they, to me they were on a, a roll of just like a more like Mexican flair. Oh. And now they went barbecue. Oh, how dare oh. they? How dare they offer variety? Like one thing doesn't belong. Right. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, like on this side of the border. One. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. You should, you should just stay in your lane. Apparently, mm. uh, Miller Lite is running oh, an interesting man. campaign for the Super Bowl. It's not really a commercial, but they're going to pay a thousand people. To wear Miller Lite shirts and go outside and run during commercial breaks. And, heard, and run? And then I guess you're supposed to upload it to social media? So I heard about this. Um, it was an ad during a podcast that I was listening to. And you're supposed to scan the QR code on the jersey of the person running. Oh, and you get a special surprise. Oh. Whatever that might be. Okay. Why are you no idea. running? Yeah. <laughs> yes. What is wrong with Miller Lite encouraging exercise in the most obese nation on earth? During the Super Bowl. Are they allowed to do that for promoting reasons? Are they allowed to let, let make people run? Is there, is there some, well, they're somebody not happens. you. They're, they're not, not making, making you. They're, not? they're paying okay. them. You're yeah. choosing oh. to do We don't. God, I or, we're yes, not there you, yet. You just choose but, it. But, you know, I'm sure we'll get there at some point. Yeah. What, well, under, we're making people What regime has a beer company that makes us run? No, how do these things develop in that brain of yours? I'm thinking of like contest rules. I didn't know they were like paying them. You know how like you in contest, especially particularly in radio contests, you can't pay people like eat stuff or do anything like that because it could be a problem later down the road. Well, you, you I'm thinking you can do it. You're just going to get sued. Yes, right. right. That's what I'm thinking. Miller Lite. You know, they pay people go run. What if somebody's running and has a heart attack? Now they're still a Miller that's Lite the because they had yeah. them wear a shirt. That's, I think that's yeah. the risk they take, and they yeah. probably try to cover it in the rules. But and yeah, eventually, they have all their lawyers. Yeah, and eventually a judge says, get the hell out of my courtroom. You chose to do this, you moron. Uh, soccer star Lionel Messi and Jason Sudeikis are in an ad for a Michelob Ultra. Oh. Vince Vaughn uh, will promote BetMGM. That's their online uh, sports betting app. Uh, and say that it's for everyone except for Tom Brady, who appears in the ad because Tom Brady has won too much. So those are all part of these Super Bowl ads. Patrick Mahomes, quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, successful athlete, top of his game, but the NFL posted a video of him shirtless after last weekend's AFC Championship game in the uh, locker room, and there's not an ab in sight. Oh. And because, because we are a vain nation, and it's not just for women anymore, social media blew up making fun of Patrick Mahomes for having a dad bod as a professional well, I, athlete. He is a dad. And that's exactly what he said. <laughs> I mean, Patrick God. Mahomes uh, took it with humor and tweeted, X'd out, yo, why do they have to do me like that? Like, I got kids. There you go. Did you see any abs on Jason Kelsey? But nope. he still was great. Yeah. He's, uh, he is a dad. Yeah, yeah. Dad bod. But they, they expect more. Yes, from... linemen, linemen are supposed to be big and fat. Oh, but bad, you're then. a quarterback. Okay. Yes, all why right. don't we line my up bad. all 32 starting <laughs> quarterbacks and see which ones have abs and just give them the Lombardi trophy. Right. I love the, um, uh, they did, I guess maybe more of a vignette dance of some of the players. Uh, and this was prior to any of your games this last Sunday. Probably stuff you dudes don't care to watch. But they did of all... Who's ever prone to be big with the big bellies? I don't know who plays that in the football. Lineman. They, okay, lineman. So they did this whole vignette, and it was too, I don't know what song it was, but it was great. And they all were just like, burr, 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 just hitting their bellies, and they're out on the field doing their dances or like bumping up to each other uh, with their bellies. Funny stuff. No, it was. Yes, I, I, uh, I'm going to go find it on YouTube as soon as we go to our next commercial. <laughs> Because I am laughing so hard I can barely speak. Oh, my God. I was so excited uh, when I saw this story. 
Fans are slamming that bitch Brittany Mahomes and her high horse attitude towards a stadium employee. Oh. In a viral video posted by CBS after the Kansas City Chiefs game on Sunday, Brittany can be seen walking with her husband, Patrick Mahomes, before turning to a stadium employee, this is how it's written, and rudely asking, where do we go from here as she spun her finger in a circle? Commented one viewer, Mahomes' wife needs to get off her high horse. Another said, it's the where do we go from here with the finger twirl for me. Another one called her a Karen. So I watched the video, and there's absolutely nothing goddamn wrong with it. Oh. This is a nothing burger entirely. I watched it with audio. I watched it. She's just, she's literally, if you, and look, I hate this bitch, but if you remove, I'm, I'm, I don't know if these are all Ravens fans that are posting. If you remove your bias, she's just saying innocently. I can, I can imagine my wife doing this. Where do we go from here? What's like, wrong with the finger thing? Lost. I don't understand. Nothing. What they're, what the, it, why are they, why nothing. are they even specifically mentioning that? Because they're, I don't know, Dawn. I've watched it a million I could, times. I, I, it doesn't even have to be her. It could be anyone. If I heard this of the finger, that's what I'm, you're, you're looking around. That's isn't that what the finger represents here? Where am I going? I think everybody's presuming I, the high horse attitude because mm-hmm. she just has resting bitch face twenty four seven. Yeah, that, yes, I think there's a lot. Like I, I would guess there's a lot of people like me who who hate this bitch. Maybe they saw her on quarterback on Netflix and learned to hate her there, or they're Ravens fans, or they're Mahomes haters, they're Chiefs haters, or they've seen enough of her and you you view it through that prism, and and. That's why I, I said, okay, I, I got to, you know, do that. And I, I'm like, what? and I watched it multiple times. That there, is, this is, there is nothing. And they also, because and this, and this, this is how stupid these people are, these same people that were posting called out the presence of Patrick's brother, Jackson Mahomes, because he was arrested for sexual battery against a woman. So he shouldn't even be walking around near a woman. Of course, they leave out that all those charges were dropped. Huh. See, nobody cares. Those nope. are going to stay with that he's that way. It started with Patrick uh, 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 Jackson Mahomes uh, allegedly grabbed a woman by the neck and kissed her against her will last February at a suburban Kansas City establishment. Mm. And then when it finally got to uh, arraignment time and such, Johnson County Assistant District Attorney Megan Ashens asked the judge to dismiss the three counts of aggravated sexual battery that Mahomes was facing, and a judge did drop all three felony charges. The only thing lingering is there's a misdemeanor charge that he shoved a waiter at some point in the same uh, altercation. See, the problem with this is that 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 people are going to be well he bought his way out of this cuz of who right. his brother-in-law is. Well, I don't know who, who his brother is. Yeah. He so yeah. And but, I I love I love too at least their ignorance is on display. He shouldn't even be around women because he was arrested. He wasn't he wasn't charged. He wasn't yeah. convicted just cuz he was arrested. He shouldn't be allowed women cuz he was arrested for sexual battery, leaving out that and this was just 3 weeks ago all charges were dropped. This is what I hate about this stuff because you know what it could go either way. He could literally be as guilty as all hell, but it's cuz of who he knows and the money and who his brother is, he gets off or, or he could be completely innocent. I uh, got a few emails here. Uh, Alec as we were going through the Super Bowl commercials wrote in and said, "I have chills now. Rob needs to do Super Bowl ads as Chris Rock." That was <laughs> Incredible. Chris Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Kid Rock, Kid I think Rock. he meant. Uh, Mark says, uh, sir, you have to quit with the Kid Rock boys. I'm trying to drive, and it's making me laugh, laugh so hard, I haven't laughed like this in years. Aww. I'm not, not sure what's so funny about it, but okay. Uh, Zachary says, Kid Rock talking to Kyle, the wide-eyed kid, is awesome. Awesome. Uh, taking Kyle to the secret back room past the pandas, a la Moe's Tavern in The Simpsons. Way to pick up on the reference, Zachary. <laughs> Chef's kiss to you, Rob. 
Uh, let's play the pressure cooker right now for a pair of win them before you can buy them tickets to see Social Distortion at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno on Sunday, May 26th. That's Memorial Day weekend. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. The pressure cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day. We don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. You don't. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the pressure cooker. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. New Year, same crap in the stupid store. Rad stuff, bad stuff, food stuff. Get yours now at radradio.com. Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com, just out of nowhere. It's from Eric. Hey, Eric. He's got the subject line right, random question. That's why I said out of nowhere. But his opening statement, I do not agree with uh, it, which I'll explain after I read his, his email. It says, silly and stupid question here. Usually that is what we get oh. from, from the Megan Army. This is actually a great question, and uh, once or twice a year, I like to remind uh, the Maggot Army of, of things like this. He says, do you guys still endorse blah, 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 mentions the, the place and, the, and the, the name of the business. I haven't heard their ads on your show lately, and I'm just seeing if that partnership is still there. That's how you know we are no longer uh, 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 willing, that's the word, to attach our name to a place or a product for a variety of, of reasons. When they disappear entirely from our Radvertiser page uh, at radradio.com, uh, when you stop hearing us talk about them. And that's why we have the Radvertiser page, because there are times where certain Radvertisers just don't get mentioned. Um, you're, you should still hear their ads, though, it, but it depends on how you're listening. You know, it might, might be if you're listening in Reno or in Sacramento or on the app, different ads play every time. But that's the surefire way to find out. Okay, so they, they're, still, they're still affiliated with them. If, if they're not up there on the, on the Radvertiser page, then we no longer want us, our name, associated with them for some reason or another. They've changed direction. Um, they lied to us, which is the, the example in, in your case, uh, uh, Eric, the, the place that you're talking about. We found out that they were uh, not only they're liars, they're unscrupulous business people uh, that we're trying to put on this show that we I, I learned very early on was uh, was a joke. Uh, but we don't we don't come on the air and like bash them because that's going to scare off other advertisers and things like that. Um, it's not classy. It's not classy. So I, I know there, there can be this lull where maybe a place is getting maggots to go in unknowingly, uh, but that's why we have their advertiser page that you should always check uh, before you head somewhere. Uh, if, if you're wondering, like you haven't, I mean, if, if you hear us talk about them all, I mean, we've talked about Diamond Vault endlessly yesterday and today. Obviously, we're still affiliated with Diamond Vault. We love them. But if you're like, hey, they haven't talked about such and such, check out their advertiser page at radradio.com, and if they're gone, they're gone for a reason. Let's play the pressure cooker. Pressure cooker. say that, by the way, knowing that occasionally, it's very rare, it's very rare, occasionally a perfectly good partner comes along and says, we just need to take some, some time off. Well, that's, that risk is on them. They know that that means they're going to disappear from being affiliated with us, and a lot of maggots are going to go, well, if they're not affiliated, then I'm not going to go there anymore. We got a pair of tickets. You can win them before you can buy them right now to see Social D at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno Memorial Day Sunday, May 26th. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. Caller 18 is Will. Hello, Will. 
Good morning. Good morning. Here's how this works. Your timer begins when I finish reading the first question, which is true-false. So you got a 50-50 shot. Uh, you get that one right, and then four more to win. You can pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And i got to take the first thing you say. So if you say Clydesdales and then you say Labradors, no. i got to take Clydesdales as your answer. Ugh. Do you have any questions? Nope. All right, good luck. True or false? The state with the oldest median age of citizens is Florida. True. What is the name of the stadium where this year's Super Bowl is being played? Allegiant. In what month will we spring forward to daylight savings time? Uh, March. Which Las Vegas hotel has the most rooms? Uh, pass. The top five STDs in America are HPV, herpes, chlamydia, gonorrhea, and what? Uh, syphilis. Travis Kelsey plays what position for the Kansas City Chiefs? Tight end. The Grammys are Sunday night. Who will be hosting for the fourth year in a row? Jimmy Kimmel. All right. Seven questions. As long as we start the question before the buzzer, we accept the answer. Uh, True or false, the state with the oldest median age of citizens is Florida. He said that's true, of course. Florida's not even in the top five. Really? First of all, uh, (laughs) to find the median age of the population, this is where you have to obtain the age data of the individuals living in the state. Basically, what you do is you list all the ages in numerical order. The median age is the middle number. It's a much more accurate way to measure things like this when you're talking about uh, the the, the age of of a state. The states with the oldest and youngest residents revealed uh, by the U.S. Census Bureau. And the state with the oldest residents, according to data, the most recent data from 2022, is Maine, where the median age of residents is 45.1 years. It just sounds like an old people place. Yeah, yeah it's boring. Right? They, they have good lobster, right? They just read books. That's three people talking that have never been to Maine. No, never. I want to go. I want to eat seafood there. Not even close, I don't think. Is that state New York near Maine? No, right? <sighs> The uh, the state with the second highest median age, or is the territory of Puerto Rico, followed by New Hampshire, Vermont, and West Virginia. Florida ranked sixth, although uh, Maine is over two years older. And finishing out the top ten, no, you're not going to hear Arizona either. Isn't that crazy? Delaware, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, and Hawaii are the ten states okay. with the uh, oldest median sense. age. Yeah, minus the Hawaii. All those other places are cold. What the hell's wrong with you? It's hard on your bones. Yep. It's hard on everybody's bones when they get old. <laughs> Happens to everybody. So we, we went from <laughs> pointing out one of my most hated things, geographical stereotypes, that nothing is like what you think it is, to human stereotypes. This is going to happen to everybody. Oh, and those are two of my favorites. By the way, the state with the youngest median age, just 32.1 years. Uh, youngest. Colorado. California? No. no. It's got to be something uh, stupid. Stupid? <laughs> New York. Can't no, wait to... Oh, New York's stupid. Okay. Somewhere fun. That's why mm. I said Colorado, because they get high all the time. Rhode yep. Island? That's what everybody does in Colorado. Keep it up. How about Texas. Utah? Uh, Utah! Whoa. All the kids. Oh, Bingo. families. Highest yeah. birth rate. Yes, okay. Uh, Washington, D.C. is second. Uh, North Dakota's third youngest. And then Texas and Alaska round out the top five uh, youngest median ages. Hmm. What is the name of the stadium where this year's Super Bowl is being played? He said Allegiant. It's named after the Las Vegas-based airline, Allegiant. Uh, in what month will we spring forward to daylight savings time? He said March. It'll be Sunday, March 10th at 2 a.m. It suddenly becomes 3 a.m. Yay. Lose so much sleep. Yes, right? on a Sunday. I heard that day. That's right, yeah. on a Sunday, where if you have a traditional level or schedule, you're, you're fine. I'll yes. recover. Take like a week to recover. Right, at least. If you're a drama queen, that's true. <laughs> 
Uh, he couldn't name one, which is the trick here. He just couldn't name, so he passed. Uh, which Las Vegas hotel has the most rooms? I mean, say, MGM. Say one. Mandalay Bay. Uh, MGM Grand Las Vegas has the largest amount of rooms in one single building, 5,124. But a hotel can have multiple buildings. Oh, yes, it can. Oh, oh. The winds of something. Don't they own a bunch? The Venetian Resort oh, has, uh, the, is the, actually is the second largest hotel in the world. Oh, whoa. Only 150 rooms behind the first world hotel in Malaysia. Hmm. Uh, the five most common STDs in America are HPV, herpes, chlamydia, gonorrhea, and what he said, syphilis. All right, syphilis, you win. Oh, you got it. Syphilis wins big. It's on. This is on the heels of America's syphilis epidemic. Rates of the STD have gotten to the highest level since the 1950s. Oh. If you're lucky enough to get syphilis, you'll get sores on the genitals and the mouth. Oh. Lovely. It has seen an 83% surge over the last five years. Experts have pointed to a slew of reasons for the uptick, including uh, an all-time low of condom use, rampant <laughs> drug use. It is a bacterial infection that spread via contact with sores around the pubic area or the mouth. That's the old lick around the scab thing. And without treatment, uh, you can run the risk of the disease spreading to the brain and maybe leading to headaches, strokes, or meningitis. So fun fact, that's actually how Al Capone died from syphilis. Is this a fact or is this a dawn fact? It's a fact. (laughs) I I just got the fact check from Britannica. Now, did he get that in prison? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yes, he did. Oh. Uh, Travis Kelsey plays what position for the Kansas City Chiefs? He said tight end. And then at the buzzer, the Grammys are Sunday night. Who will be hosting for the fourth year in a row? He said Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Kimmel does uh, the Emmys. Jimmy Fallon doesn't oh. do any of it. <laughs> Jimmy. Now I, now I know why I haven't watched the Grammys in the last few many years. Is it a Jimmy? It is uh, Trevor Noah. Oh. Uh, the man who ruined The Daily Show. And uh, our contestant, uh, Will, got four right. Oh, so close, yet not. They sounded smart. Yeah. So it's a good lesson for a lot of people. That just because somebody sounds smart doesn't mean they know what the hell they're talking about or they are intelligent. Uh, next chance for you to win those social D tickets the, uh, will be Travel Trouble at 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Rob, anybody, and Dawn, setting the standards since standards were dramatically lowered. This is Rad Radio. We got this email, R-A-D, at radradio.com a few minutes ago from Adam. Hi, Adam. Says, hey, Rob, I'm on my way to Santa Fe, New Mexico, and I have to drive through Albuquerque. (laughs) Could you give me the directions to the park where the gazebo with the Rob Williams plaque is? You'll never find it. I want to take a selfie in front of it for this year's Christmas card. Uh, Thank you. It'll just be you in a park. Um, So, Adam, look, I have not been uh, to Albuquerque. Kirky since I saw the original uh, plaque, uh, which uh, yes, they placed it at the uh, the base of a, a white gazebo, and it's it at the time it, it, it was the park kind of in central Albuquerque, you know, where, around where all the stuff is, the civic center, the police station, right? Those, there's a big grass park there, and, and you know, benches and at the time playground uh, equipment. I, to give you directions, it would be impossible, especially over the radio. What you can it doesn't do exist. when you get closer is it, if you use like Google Maps, <laughs> and, you know, you can type in like landmarks and things. If you just <laughs> Put in Rob Williams plaque. It should come up immediately with the the, the, the directions. Yeah. Well, I was born there. So. 
Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, cool. That's that. Albuquerque's, you know, had its times of being a great city and not so great, and, and, but it's nice. Anyway, I spent only three months there. I moved to the to the gay area. Bay area. Well, my parents moved me when I was three months old, but they were nice enough to uh, to put that plaque right we, there. At the base. We had taken a trip through New Mexico. One of my uh, husband's lifelong friends, since they were little boys, lives there with his family, and my husband's like, "Oh man, if we remember, we got to get to a park, <laughs> put like a self-imposed monument." Why wouldn't you just go to the park? That makes no sense, Don. Hey, if you're a maggot and you're listening to us, so you are. If you got jokes, you email us, R-E-D, at radradio.com. Don't call. You can't tell jokes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we'll start with 13-year-old Athena. Oh, hey, Athena. Two skeletons rise from the grave and get on a motorcycle, but suddenly one of them jumps off, runs back, and rips out his gravestone. The other skeleton says, what the hell do you need that for? And the skeleton says, what are you, stupid? I can't drive without my ID. <laughs> Long walk. We got there. Oh, my God. Uh, it's the from, joke. From uh, 10-year-old Lily. Oh, hi, Lily. Remember, boys. 10-year-old Lily. <laughs> it can be funny. Oh. Athena's 13. She, she's got to learn. Yeah, she's got to yeah. dark You know what? Heart. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Brevity. You're right. She has the edge to her. Look, it's, it's just She can handle it. There wasn't anything to cut out of that joke. It's just a matter of when I see it, I'm like, does the payoff work? Yeah, that's pretty funny. It's t- you know, Okay, okay. fine. And look at the visual. A skeleton holding up his his gravestone to prove to a cop why he's dri- he can drive. <laughs> I mean... And then uh, the cop has to carry oh it back to his God. patrol car. And, and run it, it in. Yeah. All right, it's fair with her, but this one is 10-year-old Lily. What do you okay. call an owl who's been caught in the act? What? what? A spotted owl. <laughs> Here's some uh, dad jokes from Big D. Where do sheep get their hair cut? Where? At the Baba shop. Oh, my. <laughs> Baba shop. Oh, that was sheerly ridiculous. <laughs> Oof. Ow. Brandon. Oh. <laughs> What? what did the cheddar cheese block say to his date at the what? dance? What? You look sharp. <laughs> About to get shredded on the dance floor. Oh. Nice. Do the cheese grater. Mm. <laughs> Which movie features prehistoric dogs? What? what? Jurassic Bark. Boo. Oh, man. <laughs> I get too confused sometimes about the what, the which, who. Yes, uh. Yes. We'll just go with yes. Rodney has his version of dad jokes. Why are toilets so good at poker? Why? They always get a flush. <laughs> There's other hands bigger than a flush. I mean, I can <laughs> My doctor is so lazy, I hate it. Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> I'm making a documentary on how to fly a plane. We're currently filming the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Those are good. That one was good. All right. Uh, Wendy has this one. Why do men name their wangs? Why? So they don't have a stranger making decisions for them. <laughs> and Mr. Johnson, what do you think? Okay. I haven't named mine yet. Oh, that's going to be exciting. <gasps> oh, my God. Captain Cream, do you agree? Jesus. <laughs> oh, no. That's so, that's so stupid. I, the only thing I ever named was my, my high school girlfriend's boobs. Because you're a high school kid. <laughs> yeah. They were Bon and Jovi. Oh, that's kind of cool. That is great. Oh my gosh, I'm forgetting what she named him in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, oh no, a failed movie reference. My God. Oh my Whatever. No. It's a cute movie. Uh, this is where more girls need to be on the show. Uh, this is from, uh, uh, these are from James. Hi, James. Which hospital ward does the creepy peeping Tom Stalker work at? What? The I see you. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> 
home. Why did the maid working on the yacht stop scrubbing the floors when she reached the end of the deck? Why? She didn't want to go overboard with the cleaning. <laughs> I'll just stop here. Oh, I thought no. the dryer dinged and she was ready to do more. No more poop deck. No. Uh, I often wonder about Thomas Edison. What went off in his head before he invented the light bulb? <laughs> candle. <laughs> A little lantern. <laughs> These are from Tony. What car would Houdini drive if he were still alive? What? A Ford Escape. What's the difference between a drummer and a financial investment? What? A financial investment will actually mature and make money. <laughs> yes! Truth! And these are from Aiden. Hi, Aiden. What do you call a fire that breaks out at a pride event? What? An LGBBQ. <laughs> Cute. I saw a homeless guy on the street with a sign that said, one day this could be you. It really made me think. So I put my money back in my pocket just in case he's right. Oh, man. Oh, no. I might need this. <laughs> I like my women how I like my weather. Wet and unstable. Hello. <laughs> Those are the best ones. For sex. Huh? Not so much for life. It's whatever. If you got jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. After a nice, long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. Uh, Girl Power Unite and other phony things that don't exist. I want to thank uh, Elena, Nicole, Stephanie. They all emailed in about what Elena called Dawn's failed reference uh, from the uh, movie How to Lose a Guy in 10 10 Days in reaction to a joke we were telling about why men name their thingies. Dawn was trying to think of it, and they uh, they all wanted Dawn to know it was Princess Sophia. That's it. Oh, my gosh. Thank God. I forget that. All of us were going to lose sleep over that. Uh, Hello there. Uh, Mike, good morning. Uh, Hi. Good morning, guys. How are you all doing? Morning. What's up? What's up, man? Um, I'm I'm emotional, so I need I need a little bit of help. Okay. Um, I, I've been a really long time listener. God, it's I, Rob. I met you back in Carson City uh, a long, long time ago um, when it was just you and the other guy on the show. But uh, you know, so I feel like you've always been kind of like a mentor slash buddy that I can kind of chime into and get advice when I don't necessarily ask for it. Sure. Um, just a little bit of a backstory. So my, so this is very clear. Um, I've been married before. Um, my first wife cheated on me and that's how we ended our relationship. And it took me quite a long time to get through it. Um, but then, uh, um, about 16 years ago, I, I met the woman of my dreams. Um, we've been married for 12 years now. And um, she helped me raise my son from my previous marriage. Um, she's always been beautiful in my eyes, no matter what. Um, I've gone through some health issues through those years. Um, 
where I'm not an alcoholic or anything like that, but I've, I've, my liver almost gave out on me um, to the fact where I was told that I wasn't going to make it out of the hospital to the fact that I wasn't going to live five years. Wow. That was seven and a half years ago. Wow. And I'm in the healthiest shape I've ever been. <laughs> um, unfortunately, one of the side effects of this thing going on is I've lost um, my uh, my capability of having normal sexual relations. Yeah. Got yes. Um, I can tell you were struggling so for what you could say on the radio there. So, yeah, we, 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 we get it. Okay. It's trouble, trouble being intimate physically. Yeah. Okay. And p- pills don't really work. Um, so I, I do other things with my wife, right? We, we, um, we try different things, and we've been pretty happy. Um, like I said, I've, I've gotten in the best shape healthy, health-wise that I have been in my entire life. Um, and, um, I lost weight and my wife was like, Hey, you know, she was noticing me losing weight and she started working hard at herself and losing weight. And she kind of ditched her glasses and she started wearing contacts. She started doing her makeup daily. And now she goes and gets her hair done. And I mean, she, she's just smashing. And, um, I tell her all the time I try to show her, I mean, when she's around me, I can't even keep my hands off of her. I'm, I'm, you know, 47 years old, looking like a 22 year old, you know? <laughs> Um, she came to me the other day and, and kind of told me that because when we all go out as a group, normally we go to people like to go to bars and stuff. And because of my problem, I don't really drink. You know, I can't, um, I might sneak in a beer, but I drink a lot of water with it. Um, you know, just to kind of take the edge off and kind of be social, but they all kind of get drunk and I'm always the DD. I'm always, you know, kind of like, you know, dad in the corner, making sure everybody gets home safe, things like that. Um, they, uh, with, with her newfound look and with her newfound confidence, she, you know, is having being, uh, she's getting a, a lot more attention. And she, you know, told me the other day that I'm kind of a bummer when we go out because I'm not at that level, you know, where they're all at, where they're kind of bouncing off the walls and having fun and laughing and drinking and having all that. And she's like, you know, I can tell that you're bored because you kind of just sit in the corner and just kind of smirk at people. And, you know, you, you'll laugh and you'll talk, but you don't really do a lot um, to, to be in there. And she doesn't blame me for it. But with the newfound confidence that she has um, and people looking at her, it kind of got her mind wondering what if, and she came to me and told me this the other day. Um, and, uh, you know, one of her coworkers even asked her if they wanted to go out and this other coworkers married as well. And uh, whatever's going on in his life. Jesus. I don't know. She won't tell me who it is because I'm a rather big dude. Um, you know, so she's afraid that I would show up and, do something devastating and, or, you know, follow him and go to his wife and say, you know, this is the kind of man that you're with. Um, she told me in this confidence because she said, I want you to know I, nothing happened. Nothing will happen. But she kind of liked the thought that somebody was giving her that attention. And she says, you know, she is sexually frustrated at times. <sighs> When she told me this, I want to hurt myself. I just, I, I don't even want to 
go about, you know, poorly timed, call. not being able to. I don't know, man. Is it worth living or? Oh, yeah, am yes. I losing? Oh, 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 sweetie, I just oh, I want to grab you. Oh my God, you. I just feel like I'm losing my mind over it. No, okay, oh, okay, okay. Oh my take, gosh. take a beat. Take a beat. Um, I get it. Um, sexual performance is a big deal for most men, overwhelmingly. Not all, um, but for most men, and it 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 can it can rip away at your soul, especially when it's something that is almost entirely out of your control uh, because of your, your health conditions. You say that uh, pills don't work, which makes me assume that you have talked to a doctor about what can I do to, to, be, um, to, be, to be able to perform sexually. I, I do have to say, though, that's not your problem. That, that's not the issue here. Um, it's, it's very concerning the way your wife is handling this. Very. Um, and I'm, I'm going to start with when you started describing how she was getting back in shape and she's getting her hair done nicer and she's getting her nails done. And her, we, uh, earlier this morning, we talked about how January was divorce month, meaning that uh, it's the, the month with the highest rate of people who seek out advice from attorneys about getting divorced. What I didn't read in that story, because the story came out like in the beginning of January and I held on to it till we all got through it. They had a whole list of things that you should look for in your partner to see if they have a foot out the door. And you listed almost all of them when you listed what your wife was doing. Um, that was the first red flag. Big red flag in no order, uh, this, uh, this coworker who is also married, who asked her out, and she tells you just enough to seem like she's being honest. But she won't tell you his name, and she swears nothing has happened. Mm-hmm. That could be, could be, somebody who has already done something she knows she shouldn't have and wants to create a transparent story by telling you a half-truth or a third truth. might not be that. But the fact that she thinks you're a bummer because you can't go out and get drunk with, with her and her friends is, is, is and, and the fact that she's, she's sexually frustrated and her reaction is to blame you in a way for not being any fun as opposed to modifying her behavior and realizing, okay, as we talked about on this show for decades, people change, their personalities change, things happen physically to them, and those are the tests of when you're meant to be together forever. You alter, you go, okay, well, my person can't do this, doesn't like this anymore. Can I enjoy life with them not doing this or being able to do this? And if the answer is no, I always kind of go, well, it looks like you've grown apart. This is the classic, what if what, if what happened to you was you got, you got paralyzed from the, the, the chest down? Sounds to me like she'd be gone. Um, so when you start talking about hurting yourself to circle back, first of all, I get it in terms of the, I don't feel like a man. I'm not satisfying my wife and and my woman. Um, I need you to step back and take a look at her and whether or not you deserve better. And and I get it. You've already been through this once, uh, in terms of the divorce. And it could be that you got a second wife cheating on you. Uh, but life being worth living because your wife who's treating you like garbage at a time when you need her most is is sexually frustrated and is not telling you about a man at work who's asking her out yeah life's worth living not 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 the way you're living it i'm not saying this is over but you you got to you got to give you got to give yourself a lot more credit and understand what you're worth i'll let some other people chime in here and we'll check back in with you. I, 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 when you touched on her attitude at the bar saying he's a bummer because he can't go out and drink and then basically saying 
um, that he's no fun. Is that a form of gaslighting? Because he has this condition where he can't, and she's not standing by him. And then she's saying, oh, it's your fault, even though you have this condition that that you're no fun. That is That, that, right. that was the most toxic yeah, thing I, I heard. I can, I, I can I'm, put that under ugh. gaslighting. Yeah. Because especially, didn't he follow it up with, but she doesn't hold it against me or something like that. Yes, she does. That, exactly. That, that's the attack, dude. Right. Um, before Dawn chimes in, we got an email here from Eric. Says it's hard for me to understand the situation and what the caller is going through. The one thing I do know is that in any scenario, any case, any traumatic experience, it's always worth living. Always. Please don't make a rash emotional decision based off this or anything else that will greatly affect your life, obviously, and all those that care for and love you. Especially since, Mike, you have a son. Let's not lose sight of that. Who I would like to talk to is your wife, but I can't. So I'm going to say to you, my heart hurts for you because in my opinion, and whatever that's worth to you, this is no way to treat your husband, your life partner, your best friend at all whatsoever. I am all for couples being very honest with each other, and sometimes it can be brutal, but there's also a time and a place for it, and this is not the time or place. For her to express her sexual frustrations. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're the one that's actually dealing with the actual affliction. Yes, she's a byproduct of it, but I find that extremely selfish. I think you need tender care, love, and understanding right now. And I am very sorry that you're not getting it. I find her as a wife to be completely out of line. And I will echo times a bazillion, the letter writer and Rob, you're not the problem here. Absolutely, your life is worth everything. And if you can't see that right now, what Rob just said, see it for your son. You, do, you don't deserve any which way. And I'm sorry, when you decide to spend your life with someone and you love them and all of a sudden you have this newfound beauty you don't then just go actually take it out for a ride. You don't do that. You might be proud of yourself and like the way you look and love that your husband thinks it, but that's where it starts and ends. I'm, I'm very sorry, and I want you to know your life is everything, and it is meaningful and it's valuable. You have a right for your heart to hurt and be crying because you're not treated properly right now by your wife. I can relate to this guy pretty pretty well um when i was in a previous life i was married to uh, somebody who did similar things towards the end showed signs that they were going out the door and just completely disassociating themselves from me and putting blame on me for a lot of things and while i did make mistakes but primarily the, the mistakes that she was pointing out were more of those types of things that we should have been working together on uh instead of that she decided to just disown me basically. Um, and it feels horrible. If, if you do, I can, I can totally understand where you are, where you want to just self harm because I did similar things. I just did not take care of myself. And because I felt less than she made me feel less than. And I, at one point I, I had the same thought, like, do I, is it even worth living? And the answer is absolutely yes, but it's normal to feel what you're feeling when you're being, this might sound dramatic, emotionally abused in a way. Um, yeah. Not dramatic at all. No, it but is emotional abuse. The way that she is 
talking to you and the way she talks about other people and how she wants to engage with them completely undermines you and where you're at. Take the affliction out of it. Take the sexual inability out of the picture. She should still be by your side trying to figure out how you two can reconnect on that deeper level. And in my opinion, she is not your person. And unfortunately, you do have... A ch- is the child both of theirs? Uh, no, it's uh, from his. From the previous marriage? It's, it's his. Well, thank goodness, because now you're not, you don't have that significant tie to her. You know, I'm grateful that I didn't have kids in, in my previous marriage because that would have been horrific to have to be associated with that person anymore. Um, I'm not down. I'm not trying to, like, dig on them. That was just our stage in life and what we went, went through, and I learned a lot of lessons. But it's taken me a long time to rebuild myself and my self-esteem because of everything that I'd been through in that relationship. Mike, I'm going to check in with you in about 60 seconds. Uh, just a few things that uh, I, I noted here. Uh, first of all, uh, as a guy who spent a decade of his adult life in and out of therapy, I appreciate Brandon's use of the word disassociating. That is one you learn in therapy. Uh, it has a variety of, uh, of, uh, of practices there. Um, back to the sex thing, because uh, Dawn mentioned uh, it's not the time for her to bring up her sexual frustrations. I look at it a slightly different way based on what you're telling us, Mike. My wife and I, we've talked all the time on this show about the thing that's most important in in long-term relationships and marriages, compatibility. If both of you don't think sex is very important, good. If one of you thinks sex is like in the top three and the other one's like not that important, you're going to have problems. My wife and I have very high sex drives and we think it's very important. Top three issue. And what I'm hearing from her, from you rather, is... You're doing things with your wife. You are engaging sexually with her. Yep. And uh, I've, got a, I've got a pretty good history of, of sex. Uh, and as I say, my wife and I are very prolific. Dude doesn't have to use his, his ding-dong for a woman to have a lot of pleasure if she's into it and he's into it. So I, 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 I believe if you are giving us the honest truth, she's back to Kyle's gaslighting. She's using an existing known condition as an excuse to explain the behavior that she's either already doing or she's going to do, and then she's going to tell you about it. She's setting you up. This is, you're the building, okay? And her sexual frustrations are the wrecking ball, and it's swinging out there. Say, you're a defective man. Yeah, and I've told you about it. Meanwhile, you, Mike, are doing everything you can, and she is not into it because she has her head out the door. And pretty soon she's going to tell you the, the next story about this coworker, and wham, that's when the wrecking ball hits you. And I'm so glad you called today so that we can talk with you and hopefully prepare you for whatever may have to happen now in terms of conversations, changes, therapy, whatever people are, are, are open to. This is why I, I, I do not agree with her expressing that in that moment because he they are trying everything. It's not like he isn't and, and he's giving up. And, and she's not gently sitting him down saying, oh, and using these words, oh, I miss our intimacy. Do you? What are things we could do that don't even include, right, him having to perform because he can't, right? It's a gentle conversation. It's a loving conversation. And that is why her, her brutal, mean honesty at that moment is selfish, self-centered, rotten, I, all right, Mike, you heard from the entire team. I want to give you time to kind of take it all in, and then we'll circle back. We'll see if we, like, did we misinterpret anything? Did any of this help make you think of anything? Uh, the floor is yours. Yeah, um, so 
I'm not I'm not defending what she what she said. Um, everything does make a lot of sense. Um, it was it, it did come to me because you know, like I said, when we when this happened, um, it, it has been a, a while, you know, since this sexual thing has happened, and um, you know. I always go back to the fact that we could be um, doing more. You know, I do what I can when the mood's right, I guess is the right way to say it. Um, Not really thinking about whether she's ready because she was just, you know, she's just like a a light switch, you know. She was always ready when I was ready. And so I was like, okay, well, if I'm if I'm ready and I'm and I'm doing this, maybe we can, you know, go for it, and we would have her fun. And and then I I would realize, you know what, maybe now that I'm looking at it in hindsight, maybe I could have been a little bit more, you know, into it, um, or more trying more. Um, the the thing with the um the, the thing with the coworker was. She she didn't come to me in, in a mean vicious way the way she it sounds like it, it did but she was literally sitting down in front of me crying her eyes out holding my hand telling me that she was scared she was upset that that this you know had happened and that she wanted me to talk to her and that she knew that I was having um, anxiety issues towards you know the other problems in my life and that she did not want to dump everything. And that she was, she did say that she was talking to me because of how much she, how much she loves and cares, and she wants to to get through it. Yep. But she didn't want to hold anything back from me. So I'm not really trying to defend what she had said or the manner, but the manner that it came off was probably could have used a little bit more light. Okay, uh, a couple of things, Mike. Um, and, and unfortunately, you know, because of the way the clock works and stuff, we only got a few minutes left with you. I, I want to give you all the time. We can't. Um, I think I think Dawn wants to say something about this, but I'm going to start with the light switch sex drive thing. Let's go back to make it very personal. My wife and me, again, very high sex drives uh, when when we're both into it uh, many times a week, and it ebbs and it flows. Like any, I haven't had sex in six weeks. We've been so sick. Neither one of us wants to. If one of us ha- turns the light switch on and the other one's not into it, that's it. it let's let's say it's Christina. She's into it. She wants, and I'm like, babe, it's just, it's not, it's not gonna happen tonight. I don't then feel like, man, I should have really stepped up and done more. I, I, I can see where you're at. I, I, I got where you're at mentally and emotionally now, which brings us to this coworker thing. She's crying her eyes out because a married guy at work asked her out. Um, yeah. She wanted you to receive it the way you did. You. The more you talk, Mike, the worse it gets. And I'm sorry, but you know from you've been listening since before this show was a show. I'm not going to sugarcoat this for this. You are you are married to a narcissistic sociopath, and all of the things that you missed previously are coming out. At least she is right now. She is acting like a narcissistic sociopath, and that she want and 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 when you told the story of how she held your hand and she was crying about the coworker. Brandon dipped his head into his hands, and I know why. It felt so familiar. Am I right? Yeah, I, I don't really want to go into detail. I, don't, I know, but that's all yeah, I need is a yeah. She, Spot on, right? She is you don't have playing to, the game. She, she knows you. She's, she knows every piece of what will make you react in the way that you did and just 
just by you, you led into that, um, your, you led into your statement by saying, I don't want to defend her, <laughs> but that's exactly what you're doing because she leads you to believe that this is not something that she wants. And she ends by saying, I want to work this out. She's not, she doesn't want to work it out if she's talking to you about the proposition of another person having sex with her. I know your heart's broken, but I hope your your vision's fixed a little bit. And dude, I I feel like you need to stand strong. You know you're not in the wrong here. Mm. You you have a condition that that she's obviously using as a weapon to go cheat on you with, and it's disgusting. I, I'm sorry, that's all I have. No, I listen. I don't I don't know her. She's not on the phone. Uh, I'm not hearing her talk. What I am hearing though is you talk, and you are determined to make this something you didn't or didn't do or should have done. You're determined to be a part of the problem. And this is a condition. You didn't ask for it. You didn't bring it on. This isn't something that, oh, yeah, here, let me, I'll stop doing that and then we can be intimate again. You are not the problem. You have an affliction. And I understand for you that is frustrating, that is hard for you, and you do not have a supportive partner right now. And what is she trying to work out? I don't even know what that means. I want to work this out. What do you want to work out? His inability to give you sex in the way you want it? What is she talking about? This is just rude and rotten and I don't care how gently she said it and sat there and looked at you and held your hand the, the, this is not how or the conversations you have with someone who has an affliction that's a medical condition that they did not bring upon themselves these are not the conversations a wife has with her husband I, 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 I she's confusing the hell out of me so I can only imagine how you feel because you're emotionally invested and I'm very, very sorry you're going through this. You don't deserve any of it. I know you want to defend her till the end of time, even though you say you don't. I get that. That's what we want to do with our people. But yeah, I, you, you're not. Do its part. You're, you're not in the wrong, and you need to stop thinking. Oh, I sh- oh God, yeah, I think back, and maybe I should have done more here. There, no, she should have as well, hundred percent, and not in this way. You, I agree. Yeah, why even bring up the guy at work? What does that have to do with anything? All right, Mike, I tell you what I'm going to do. We 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 are taking this so seriously. I mean, this is this has hit every one of us in some way, and I can see from the emails as I'm going to put you on hold, Mike. I'm going to move Treble Trouble to 9:15 so that we can take a break. Cause I have to take the break. Still a business. I want you to take the five minute break, Mike, to think about everything we've said, everything you're thinking. I love to hear that you just said I agree. Uh, and, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk to you for 10 more minutes, and, and then we'll play Tribal Trouble. For those of you that are waiting for your win, before you can buy them social D tickets, we'll do it. We'll play it uh, at, uh, at 9.15. We'll be back right after this. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Welcome to 2024. It's a presidential election year. So, good Lord, we're all doomed. Let's just get back to Rad Radio. Got a few email reactions, R-A-D, at radradio.com. We got Mike on the line. He called in. 
Uh, he's got a health condition related to his liver, not related to alcohol. Various uh, side effects uh, make him unable to fully perform sexually with his uh, wife of the last 12 years. She likes to go out. They like to go out with their, their friends uh, and drink and party, but Mike can't drink because of his liver issue. And, and he's a bummer, according to his wife. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's all prettied up. She's uh, turned her, her appearance around. And this coworker, uh, who's also married, asked her out. And she came to Mike crying uh, to tell him that nothing happened. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, she's getting all this attention, et, et cetera. Uh, just a few different email reactions uh, that, we, uh, that we got here. Uh, Jessica wrote in, and, and she went through a litany of things in reverse about getting the, the sex drive back, which that's not the issue here. If if I appreciate it, Jessica, but the more we talk to Mike, the more it, it's not about his ability to perform or not perform. If he wants to go down a road of dealing with that at another time, I, I think that that's, that'll be a personal decision. Now, Taylor wrote in and said, if this woman and this I'm so glad you, you wrote in, Taylor says, if this woman was really committed to her husband, she would have told the guy at work that was also married to F off and that she's not interested in cheating. Yep. It's nice to be looked at and to have people see you and think you're beautiful and get the attention. But when a married man comes to you and you're married and your first response isn't go to hell, you're sucked into that attention and not focused on your marriage. The The, the thing I, I wasn't able to mention when we were talking about this, and again, I don't mean to make this personal, but my wife is beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's a head turner. She gets attention endlessly. If any person, any man, now, if, if, if she doesn't know whether he's married or not, she will respond with, oh, that, thank you. I, I really appreciate that, but no, I'm married, and then hold up the five-carat diamond ring that he somehow missed. If she knows he's married, that's exactly what she would do, and she would come home and she would tell me, babe, you won't believe this guy. Crying and, and, and sobbing over getting this attention is, is a, another of the many red flags. Uh, also, uh, because Mike asked in the beginning, is life worth living? whether it's for Mike or anyone else, do remember that, that 988 is the National Suicide Hotline. You just have to dial 988. The reviews on it, it's been in place for about a year, are excellent. That They, are, they're having, they have amazing uh, counselors and people on the phone. Um, and, and so for anybody who feels like, is this really worth living, it's, it's, it's 988. I'm curious how this came up in the sense of um, he had said, you know, she has this new, uh, there's new attention upon her now. It's one thing if you just notice that as a husband, because you know other dudes, right? And you're noticing, oh, wow, more men are looking at my wife. Okay, if my husband said that to me, I wouldn't act all giddy, you know, because you, you, you said it in a way she likes it or knows of it. Or, well, it's one thing to know of it. But if she's liking it, no. No, I, my, my response wouldn't be that I'm liking it. it. It would be to be annoyed with it. I, and again, I, I'm with Rob. I mean, I hate to speak from personal experience, but that's all I have to go on as a woman. And I, I know it's hard to envision this now, <laughs> the state of how I look now, but I've always been one of those women that guys paid attention to. I didn't care once I had my Gary. I couldn't care less. It didn't flatter me. It actually annoyed the hell out of me because the only person that mattered to me in liking how I looked was my husband. Now, to another part of this, for us women that are used to getting that attention, when you get a little older and you reach a certain point, I don't know what it is, you start noticing you're being treated differently by men. You're treated more like the grandma, the aunt, or the mom. But you're not like, oh, they no longer find me sexy. Oh, my God. You just notice, oh, yeah, you know what? I've lost my youth. Now <laughs> they're treating me like grandma, grandma. It's not like this, what you're describing in her. Like, the, it shouldn't even be a thing that she's flattered by or expressed to you. All right, Mike, where are you at, man? 
yeah, I'm I'm here. Um, God, I, it doesn't even. I, I can't even go into. Um, I, I can't express enough how much I love you guys. Love you too. Um, I'm serious. Oh. You know, Don, I, I met you probably 20 years ago. Oh, um, oh so he does know you were hot one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, you were you were you were you were pretty smoking back then. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I know. You, were, you were a head turner. You I know? know. She's her own before and after picture. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I'm fine with it. And, and, My husband still you know, sees and, and me Rob, that like way. Said, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. The first time I met you, <laughs> you, you on the radio, I love your personality. I love the showbiz part. But when I met you in person, it was a couple times. But the first time I met you, man, you were just such a class act. You you, you sat down and. We were all bored because it was like you were just starting at the at that station, and we were at a car uh, cereal place, and you oh. just sat down and just BSed. You just talked. I had nothing else to do. And you you interacted so well, and you've never changed. Oh, thank you. Know? you. Um, Talk to me. The thing with oh, her and Sorry. with the the Sorry. way that this has gone Jeez. is yeah. shocking. Um. Mike, that's very nice. And I, I look, I don't want to, again, I'm on the clock here. Don't make this about yeah. us. This, this is about you, yeah. man. I, I, I no, don't, I, don't I, think for a minute I don't appreciate everything that you're saying. Dawn doesn't, we do. But you sound better. And I got to know that your head's in the right spot right now and that you're going to evaluate all this and, 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 and not be treated yeah. this way one way or the other. I, I'm, I'm not. And Good. that was the, the, the hard, the, 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 it wasn't hard for me to say that I was. Again, if you sense your button, whatever, but I was pissed off. I was very pissed. Okay. Um, but I was also cool, calm, and collected to know that this is not how this marriage should end. Um, that there's a lot more positive than there were negatives that came from the last 17 years of being with this woman. Um, and I'm going to, you know, and I, and I continue to believe in my heart that. It's worth fighting. You, um, you should. Honestly, it's a marriage. I'm with you, right? You, you've got – you have to do everything that you feel you need to do. You, you should never feel like there weren't any areas you didn't try. So I, I think anyone can get that when it comes to a marriage. And I'm glad you're a fighter and that you're in it. And I just hope that she is the same. Micah, just uh, yeah, uh, thank you. I'm glad you told us where you are. You gotta, you gotta earn your way out. You gotta be able to look back and say, "I did everything I could." Um, Dawn's right, though. It does take two, and uh, you have to decide how long you're gonna allow this uh, to go on. Um, but it sounds like, you know, the best news is you've stopped with the old. Is it worth living for? It sounds like it's worth living to fight. So uh, we respect that. You got to make that decision. I'm gonna let you go. I'm going to read a few emails. Uh, please stay in touch with us and let us know how things go. Uh, email says, uh, feel honored, dude. The almighty Rob just altered the schedule for you. For anyone who knows the show, that speaks volumes. We, we'll stop for, for this level of, of need. Absolutely. Uh, Mackenzie says, this is what I love about the show. You put people first. I'm so glad you're extending time to this caller because, honestly, it's a very relatable issue. And I hope he can listen with a clear mind and really think about his options. Adriana says, she's not going to leave you. She's going to do worse. She doesn't want to lose you because you're a good man. So instead, she's going to break you down piece by piece. And it's already started. Ding. She will continue blaming you so that she feels justified in cheating on you, whether Ding. she's already doing it or she will. Seems like a segue to her going out on her own since you're no fun. And she's going to keep cheating on you with a married man because he's unavailable too. Meanwhile, she still has you. 
Jamie says, your worst day being single will be better than the best with this abuse. On that note, let's play Treble Trouble. We have a pair of tickets that you can win before you can buy to see Social Distortion at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno. Uh, tickets go on sale tomorrow. The show is Sunday, May 26th. That's Memorial Day weekend. Uh, but you're, uh, t- yeah, that's all right. But you can win them now. Sorry, my mind's elsewhere. Uh, we're going to give you a three second song clip. You give us the title of the song and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the song title, I hope you can love yourself. <sighs> Droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888 989 9811 for Treble Trouble. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. resolution was to stop making poor life choices what are you doing listening to this show welcome back to rad radio we're about 40 minutes away from the mixed pick sports show uh coming up at 10 a.m steve mickelson and i will uh, talk sports for an hour it's uh not only that exciting time of the year as we uh we, we go towards the super bowl a lot of nfl news coaching hires has been another big one this morning there's only one possibility that bill belichick's going to have a job to start this season uh, in terms of uh, head coaching, and it's a, a, a rumor that's out there that Steve and I have been talking about. Um, and if that doesn't happen, the greatest coach of all time won't be coaching uh, for the first time. I think it's in 26 years. So we'll talk about that and uh, other things. We do it every morning at 10 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Uh, also, uh, you can listen on the Rad Radio app and in Sacramento. It's on 104.7 FM and 890 AM. A couple more emails about Mike after we play Treble Treble. Treble 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 Treble. Maybe Belichick can hope, hope. Coach Mike. Damn it. Life coach. Got it. We got a pair of winning before you can buy them tickets to see Social Distortion at the Grand Sierra Resort in Reno on Memorial Day weekend Sunday. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. Chris, your caller 18. Hello. Good morning. If you know the song, you will win. If not, we'll go to Tony. Good morning. Good morning. And David, your color 20. Good morning, Rob. Morning. morning. We are looking for a punk rock song from 2004. We need the title of that 2004 song. Chris, do you know it? Uh, Mommy's Little Monster. How about you, Tony? Reach for the sky. Good job, girl! Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah! Oh, man! We won! Man! Oh, my gosh! You win! Again, we like people who deserve to go to the show to win. Uh, you gotta be a social distortion fan to win them before you can buy them, and she knew this was them singing Reach for the Sky. More chances for you to win tomorrow morning, 7, 8, and 9 a.m. A couple more reactions to uh, Mike, uh, who uh, called in 
uh, was having a lot of a lot of emotional problems uh, as it relates to his wife uh, to the point where he asked if life was worth living. So uh, that's why we played Trouble Trouble. If you're just tuning in, going what what the hell time is it? What what's wrong with me? Uh, we extended him for for an extra segment, um, and uh, he had a has a medical condition and one of the side effects he can't perform sexually, but he says that he does all sorts of things with her and uh, at least tries to. This is his version, uh, but of course he also can't drink because his uh, his medical condition doesn't allow it, and it's related to his liver. So uh, uh, she or they like to go out. It sounds like they like to go out with their friends, and and but they used to all get drunk together at a bar. Well, now he doesn't, and so she says he's a bummer. Uh, he just sits in the corner and smirks. Um, and uh, then um, she sat down with him recently and crying, held his hand um, because a, a married coworker asked her out. Uh, nothing happened, but she wanted to be honest uh, with him. And, and along the way, uh, she's been improving her appearance in all the ways that raise red flags. If there's not another obvious. Um, Obvious reason. Uh, hooker. <clears throat> um, so Tony had an interesting question. You know, when you're in the thick of it, you, you kind of focus on what you think need to be focused on. And there, But there are all these questions in the background that you might not get to. And here's a few from Tony. It says, short and sweet, how did this come up at work with the coworker? How long has she worked there? Because if she's been there for a while and this guy only recently made this gesture towards your wife, how did this occur? Is your wife speaking poorly of your marriage, which invited him to make these comments in the first place? Ding. Are they, the wife and coworker, bonding between their comments of what they feel of their failed marriages? Ding. In which case, if they are, she already is exiting the marriage. Ding, ding, ding. This guy at work felt invited to make comments somehow, and it wasn't just because. Yeah, because otherwise, that email we got from a gal that was like, if he just randomly thought he could ask her that, it would be blank off and the end of story. There is no story. She just would have been like, yeah, blank off. That's it. But that she has emotion about it? Why would you have emotion about it? Um, also, there was another comment in one of the earlier emails about the allure of a married person cheating with a married person because you both have the same amount to lose, the same restrictions, the same understandings, or the same goal. I don't want to deal with the, the, the divorcee stuff, so I'm just going to keep him around because he's a good guy in a lot of other ways. You're going to be my bed buddy. Oh, you feel the same way about your wife? Bingo. Uh, also, we got this note from Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Says, gosh, I feel for the caller, and I hope he finds his way down the right path. But, man, his last few sentences he said, was he even listening to the same radio show he called into? He's not there yet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I meant what I said. Um, I'm. The best thing is he his his tone, his tenor was no longer I've got nothing to live for. I understand the reaction. What he has to live for, apparently, is to continue to try to make this work, and that means he's got to work out of it himself. It took me so long for me to believe what I was being told, similar to what we were telling Mike. That, and I just kept going, no, no, no. This, there's, there's something there. This is worth, like, this is worth it. I'm gonna keep hanging on because there's, it, there's something to fight for. But ultimately, it came down to me not having any self-respect for myself and believing every word that I was being told. I mean, I, I revere people like Kyle and Rob who have this sense of self-confidence and are <laughs> able to voice it so well because it's, it's still a battle for me. I just lifelong. I just have always had issues with my self-worth. And when you are in that place mentally it's hard to believe what anybody else says. And when you're hearing these things from your person, it's like, well, she's my person. She, she loves me. Why would she, why would she lie to me? You know? So 
I understand where he's at, and it will take time for him to get there. Um, but like Rob said, I'm just glad that he's not in that dark space where he wants to end things. And the premise is correct. It, the the There's something to fight for, especially you've been married all these years, until you realize there isn't, and he hasn't realized that. Well, and it, it, here's the thing, too. I uh, For me, anyway. I I have no idea how this is going to turn around. It's 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 easy as it's easy for us to with what we've heard. This is doomed. Hopefully he gets it and he leaves. It is. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. We don't. We always say we don't know what we don't know what we don't know. And each person is individually on their own journeys. And I I am with him in the sense of when it's a marriage as he's taking it. My God. I, I know I know people, and maybe all you do too, that you really thought their marriages were over, and they made a turnaround, and it took a lot of hard work, and it was unexpected. You didn't think that would happen, and it did, and I'm not trying to give him false hope in that. That's why I say it takes two people. She needs to fight as hard as you are. People turn themselves around constantly, so you know whether she does or doesn't, that will be determined, and hopefully he will be able to see when it is time to give up if need be. Number one question he needs to get answered is the one you asked on. What is she doing? What is she doing to, what was it? Work on this, turn this around, deal with it. Yeah. Uh, come on. That, that is number one. That, that would be the question I'd want him to ask tonight. With Mike's response, with, after we hung up with him and him wanting to continue on with this and it's worth living for, I feel like he hit rock bottom, but he hit so hard, he doesn't know how injured he is, and it's going to settle in a little later. A similar reaction from Jeff uh, wrote in and said, that was brutal. I don't like to exaggerate, but my jaw dropped when I heard his response that more positives came to light after listening, and she was worth fighting for. Did he miss the last 40 minutes? That poor dude is screwed. I hope if the only thing that got through was to not hurt himself and, most importantly, be there for your son. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Let's play Win Rob's Change. We do it every morning, 6.30 and 9.30. We have had 22 guesses and 22 clues from Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, uh, which means we are now, let's see, uh, one, two, three, four. We are five clues away from what she says is the mega clue. So if you still feel lost or if you're sure you know what she's doing and then you suddenly hear something else go, oh, crap, I don't. The 27th clue is supposed to be the one that will make a lot of you go, okay, I think I've got this figured out. But, hey, if you have figured it out, you can win right now. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. This is Rad Radio. Just remember, it doesn't matter where we are as long as we're here. Huh? What the hell does that even mean? What has happened to this show? Right, we got this uh, puzzling email, rad at radradio.com, and it dovetails with a, a bitchy little comment Dawn made earlier. I'm very... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm very confused. So uh, we had a guy write in. I think Adam was his name. And he's, going to, he's driving to Santa Fe for business, and, and he's got to go through Albuquerque, which is where I was born, Albuquerque, New Mexico. I only lived there for three months. My parents moved me to the gay area. Bay area. Uh, mostly a California boy my whole life. But Albuquerque found me along the way as we became this huge, successful uh, show, radio show, now internet TV show. Um, and they, they were they were very nice. They they asked my permission, and I, of course, granted it. I mean, you, you, it's kind of that whole thing when somebody insists on buying you dinner. You say, oh, no, no, no. But the second time, you go, thank you very much. So they they, they just they made a nice little plaque. But they didn't. For me. You know, here, here. 
See, there it is again. Another, wow. another bitchy comment. <laughs> is is the plaque like engraved on the ground? Like it's, it's I haven't seen it yet, or is it is it's pewter? Up? You know it's what, like Kyle? Pewter. It's no on, one... and it's in the grass. Oh, yeah, it's in the yeah. grass. No yeah. one has which, seen it. Which somebody like the last guy, like a year or a couple years ago, who went there. I, I did some research. I found they hadn't mowed the lawn, and so that's that's <laughs> gotcha. why. That's so why sometimes yeah. you got to look over. You got to get a stick. I'm guessing. No, they got to so do can... it. But I, Bo, I wrote a sternly worded email to the Albuquerque oh, City yes. Council, oh, good. asking them. You know, come on, my, there's the white gazebo. You, you need my to flag. dig deep. You could go all the way to the core of the earth. You still won't find it. Yeah, I, I don't know what that means. And now, now Pedro said, oh. Rob, you should have AI generate an image of the <laughs> of the real plaque on the real gazebo as you remembered it. Okay, yeah, that would be yeah. funny. Uh, since the gazebo splendor is probably not the same today as it was when the ceremony took place. That, that's another good point. I really should double check. There was no ceremony. Maybe on Google Earth just to get an idea of what the state of the gazebo and the whole the whole park is. Hey, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, not only do you get the Mixed Pick Sports Show in uh, 20 minutes, uh, of course, that's also uh, on the Rad Radio app and in Sacramento on 1047 FM and 890 AM. But uh, in just mere moments after we win Rob's Change, during our next commercial break, you will get on Rad TV the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little uh, what's coming up, Brando? We've got Golden Retriever Tron hanging out with the crotch goblin Isaac oh. in Tron's crate. The, the crate isn't locked. It's just for fun. Uh, Husky Pups, Sir and Shiva have a play date with their brother Sage. Wishbone, the American Pit, and Woola, the Cane Corso, keep an eye on the neighborhood. Woola! Then they share a carrot. And Aww. Teddy, the two-year-old German Shepherd, runs and splashes around at Black Sands Beach. We, uh, we've, we've started. Uh, there's this, uh, there's this dog. I don't know what kind of dog it is. My wife follows on Instagram uh, named Brew, and uh, like almost daily, they post videos of him. And the one of the owners is voicing the dog, and it's very funny. Yeah. And uh, one of the things with Brew, because uh, I mentioned the carrot thing, is that occasion they often give Brew a what he calls a water stick in his voice. They're cucumbers. Oh. And so oh. my, my wife went out and got a bag of the baby cucumbers. And I, I, I don't know if I have this backwards or not, but one of our Labradors, I, I got to believe it's Scout because he's a garbage disposal, loves these things. <laughs> Sarge, the, 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 the younger one, seems to be very confused about what this thing is. He carries it around endlessly until it, so it, it like disintegrates cute. in his mouth or something. The best things in life are free. We got this email uh, just now from uh, Greg. Hey, Greg. He says, you know how it's crazy that some people will get through to play your games sometimes twice in a day, meanwhile others can never get through? For the last two days, I have been caller 11 all four times when trying to play WinRob's Change. Whoa! <laughs> even though my answer is probably wrong, it's still the worst to not get through. And what's even more interesting about that is that we rotate how soon or how long uh, the uh, phone screener waits before they start to answer phones, so it's not a timing issue. Uh, to throw it, it, That's really a wild one. All right, caller 18 is Vanessa. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, you'll be our 23rd guest. If you have figured out all of these clues to win the mega bucket, you will. What's the number? $2,254.64. $2,254.64. You lose. Oh, man. 
Again, no idea how she came up with that answer and if she's in the right area or not, because can't ask since we're doing all these damn word clues from Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator for the mega bucket. You're going to have to have all of them eventually, especially by clue number 27, the mega clue, which is coming up. This is clue number 23. 2003 novel by Dan Brown. That is clue number 23 to the Google cave, kids. Clue number 23, the 2003 novel by Dan Brown is your 23rd clue in Win Rob's Change, which we will play again tomorrow morning at 6.30. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. New Year, same crappy show. Call us anytime at 888-989-9811. This is Rad Radio. Got an email, rad at radradio.com. And it's not just any old email. Uh, the show was uh, stopped and altered. We will do that from time to time when we sense that it has to happen. And uh, that was certainly the case when Mike called in and at one point uh, referenced whether or not life was worth living. Kept him on the air for almost 45 minutes talking about issues with his uh, sex drive as a result of a health problem. His wife, the way she's reacting. Uh, Etc. And there was a question about it when Brandon was talking about, you know, this. there's a son that's involved, too, as well, but it's from a previous marriage. So Mike wrote back. Uh, and, uh, and the good news is that I now have his contact information, and I know how to reach out and get a hold of him. Uh, I know where he works in case I need to drive there and slap him and uh, tell him to, uh, you know— <laughs> Remember that he's a, that he's worth uh, everything. Oh, yes. uh, but also, uh, he he did in the end. Uh, oh. He he made it clear, and he he had confidence in his voice. He's going to stay, and he's going to fight. There's more positives than negatives in this marriage of uh, I think he said 17 years. Yeah. Says, uh, hey, I'm letting you know that even though I am hurting, and I said I want to hurt myself, I wouldn't. I almost died years ago, and I fought too hard to live through this, and I will never give up fighting for my family, my son, and my wife. As for my son, my wife, the one in question has been his mom his whole life. So it is hard to just give up. Ugh. Side note, in this business that she works in, there was a question about this married coworker who asked her out and like, how did this all come about? The coworker was at a different store than where she normally works out. So they knew of each other, but they weren't buddies. Okay, so that's how it happened. Uh, the pain, he says, is very real. But I'm not ever giving up and I will always fight for love for all before I give up. I'm not afraid of the work. I'm not afraid, uh, I'm afraid of not trying. And again, you got to make sure she's going to try and tell you exactly what she's going to do. Yeah, good, good for you. And I really do hope that she meets you where you're at and, and starts working on things. But be cautious. Just be aware that she will spin things to her favor and make you feel bad about certain things. Just, just be cautious about moving forward and uh, protect yourself. Just, just remember. I, oh. I don't know everything, but of the marriages that I know in my life, of people that have been close to us and are close to us, they got through super, super hardships, like yours, worse, a little less, because it took two of them. It wasn't one of them that had it work out and solved it. It took the both of them equally. Now, uh, with uh, Mike and altering the show and everything, I mean, we moved when we played Treble Trouble, so a little different here at the end. No welfare recipient recap because you, you, you didn't think you were going to get away with a show without a trailer update, did you? I mean, we haven't done it yet, okay? Going down the trailer park and have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere, rich folks with big reputations. Going down the trailer park and I waste up all my time. Apple gossip day or night, people shout.
That's uh, that's Travis, <laughs> Kelsey, and Taylor Swift trailer. Uh, social media made it up. Not, and there's you didn't think there wasn't news, right? I mean, first uh, big uh, one off yesterday. I just said they're getting a comic book. We'll have more on that later. <laughs> oh, uh, also, uh, the, the about shades of the '90s and the, oh, the TV show yeah. Friends. Women would walk in and they would say, "Give me the Rachel." It was a very specific haircut. Oh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Now dudes are walking into the barber shop saying, "Give me the Travis Kelsey." His influence is reaching new levels as barbers across the nation are reviewing a surge of clients asking for the tight end's haircut. It's basically a buzz cut, but it's being referred to as the Travis Kelsey. Barbers from New York to California have been showing have been, have reported being shown pictures of the Chief Star's haircut as an inspiration on many occasions across the country. <laughs> I want to look like this dude. Give me the Travis. Well, give me the haircut, but you yeah. will not look like him. It's, yeah. a, it's a high and right. tight. Give, give, give me the high and fade. tight buzz cut. Yeah. I mean, you know, fade. I mean, come on. God damn okay, it. Okay, you know what? I don't feel so bad. I had that innered reaction. But I'm not in dude world. But here you guys as dudes going, well, I don't need to show a photo. No, but barbers across the country are saying that's what's happening. This is the state no, of I'm, our society. I know. that I had an inner groan. But you I, should. But I felt bad for the inner groan. No. But now I don't. No, you should because not. Because the way you dudes reacted. <laughs> I must say, it is, it is a very nice haircut. It's, 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 it's not bad at all. I, right. No, it is. It, it, and, it, and it would look great on you, Kyle. I just hope you don't walk into your barbershop and say, give me the Travis Kelsey. No, no. Yeah. I was in yesterday and I said, give me the regular. Good. Yeah. Uh, we talked yesterday about uh, prop bets. These are things like, you know, the coin flip. Things that don't have anything to do with the outcome of the game. Uh, mainly you have to do them on uh, offshore uh, betting sites, online sites. Uh, but you can, you know, you can guess what color the Gatorade bath will be at the end of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, Red! Things like that. There yeah. you go. Uh, they're all in red. Uh, yeah, that would make Either sense. Either team. Uh, so uh, there are. We went through some of the the prop bets yesterday. More and more are being released. Uh, here's a few that uh, were released yesterday. This uh, this first one doesn't have anything to do with the trailer. Uh, that's Travis Kelsey and and, and Taylor Swift. Uh, there is a 0.1% chance, according to the online site Bovada, a 0.1% chance. So you can make a lot of money on this. That aliens will invade Las Vegas, leading to the game ending in a tie. If, oh. so, if that happens. You would get super rich since it's a point one percent chance if you put down some money. How much is that if you put a hundred bucks down? I mean, I don't know. You'd have to, I'd have to do the math legit, but it'd be many more zeros. Well, I mean, if you've been to Vegas, they are already there, so maybe they will congregate at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Alien. And you want to explain why that's funny? I, I don't know. It just makes because it's it's Vegas. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. Like, aren't they already there? <laughs> I don't know. I've been on social media a little bit, and UFOs come up a lot. And there was a sketchy one that came up. There was two videos from different sides with UFOs coming down. Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know how close San Diego is to Las Vegas, but there is well, a possibility. I mean, for aliens, they just go. Will we talking to alien invasion? Like they come out and they say we're invading you, or do you just gotta see some UFOs in the sky? Well, remember, this is very specific. That they they have to invade Las Vegas, and the game has to end in a tie. Both of those things have to happen for you to for you to win. Your money. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, now here's another very specific one. Uh, you can bet there's a 2% chance of this happening. The Chiefs win. Ooh. That's first. <laughs> Taylor Swift accompanies the team to the White House where she endorses President Biden. Oh. Okay. Okay. And while she's endorsing him, President Biden sniffs her hair. All three of those things have to happen for you to win. Well, you know the sniff is going to happen. Yes, yeah. that one. I totally uh, there's a 5% chance that the Chiefs will win. 
And Travis and Taylor, a lot of people saying he's going to propose or whatever. No, they will announce together that they're expecting a baby. Oh, oh a little baby. A little bastard baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and, we'll all, and we'll all cheer about it. Uh, and uh, you could also bet on uh, this very specific uh, event. The Niners will be leading at the half. Usher will perform and invite Taylor on stage during the halftime show, and she will perform, shake it off. All of this has to happen. And the Chiefs will come back to win the game. You can bet on all of those things on various <laughs> online sites, but they all have to uh, happen. Uh, you could also just uh, mail oh, me your yeah. money. Uh, if the uh, mailing address is at radradio.com, it will go as far for you as it would if you make any of those bets. If you are uh, on Rad TV or the membership site or the app or listening in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 890 AM, the Mixed Pick Sports Show is minutes away with Steve Mickelson and I. For the rest of you, we will be back tomorrow. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Dar. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Uh, so long. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> So long, stink town. Ew. Goodbye. And don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven. Because it hasn't. God bless the United States. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.